the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Dave Ellswick Show, live from the rotunda of the Arkansas State Capitol for Republican Signing Day, brought to you by Americans for Prosperity, Believe in Arkansas, plus Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Let's join Dave and all his guests. All right, here we go. I told you I'd be here. I love coming to this every two years. Everybody is here, getting signed up, ready to go. They had a big countdown, and then... And then we're off. And everybody was fighting for... for it sounded to me like the former treasurer... Well, he's still the treasurer, but the former yeah. treasurer is going to be... Uh, was the first one in line, followed by Doyle Webb. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I saw that. Was, I, I thought there was going to be a, a fist fight at first. Because I, 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 think they, I think there were some pup tents out here that camped yeah, out last they night. they really were. Like they were trying to go into a Star Wars concert they or something. Did. All right. Dave Ellswick with you, of course. That other voice you're hearing right now is Alan Kerr. Ken Yang is here. He's just not here ready to talk to you, but he'll be back with us in, uh, in just a few moments. No telling who will stop by. That's the best way that I can tell you what's going to happen uh, today on this show. People will have to come by, and we've got uh, what we call a sale. And that is a sign-up that points a direction to the, the radio station, and people know the station that I'm on, and they typically come by to talk to us for a few minutes. Yep, yep, they do. As they get out of this line and, and get all their business done, they will uh, they will come by and talk with us. and. Tell us how hopeful they are. Yeah, I'm looking over. You see who's right there, right there? Yeah, that's Doyle Webb. There's Doyle Webb. That's right. He's here. Every, if he's here, that means anybody that, of consequence is here. Well, if he's here, the, the Supreme Court justice is uh, yeah, over well, here, she's too. She's right across from <laughs> That's right. It's always <laughs> good to see her. We should bring her over, and I should start ch- uh, questioning her about all the cases they're going to have so that she can just say, I really can't talk about that, Dave. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what she'll say. <laughs> I know that's she's, exactly I what I can talk said. about the uh, the roses in my garden, but I can't talk about anything that's else. That's exactly right. I can't talk about it. That's why you don't hear very many judges on my show. That's right. Because they'll say, well, I don't want to have to recuse myself. So my question for anybody who's running for the Supreme Court is, which justice do you like the best? On the Supreme Court, and if they say somebody like uh, you know Hagen, uh, whatever name Kagan, then I know I'm not going to vote for. Ah, you know. Well, I mean, if that's your favorite justice, I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> that's the bottom line. Yeah. I want yeah. Well, to do there's you. a reason for that. And yes, that's the way it happened. So, Alan Kerr. Yes, sir. Everybody was coming up today and saying, what are you running for? What is that all about? Is it, Has there been a wild rumor going around that you're going to? There have been lots of wild rumors going around, Dave. And you know what, what they say about rumors. But uh, <laughs> Everyone uh, has one? Everyone has one. 
I can tell you, my wife is listening right now, so I have to be careful how I answer this. Yes. Because, uh, no, I, I am uh, I'm hoping to, uh, uh, to help in administrations to come, but uh, as far as running for office, I, I've done that. I've done a good job of it. I, uh, I like helping other people uh, run for office and, and helping them with advice and so forth. But um, as far as myself, I'm, I'm not running for anything. Now, early on, early on, I considered running for uh, state treasurer. And uh, um, a lot of the media knew about that. And I just never told them no. So that rumor's still oh, out there. Okay. That rumor's right. still out there. And, uh, but I can tell you unequivocally, and, and the two candidates that are running for treasurer right now are probably listening as well, uh, I am not running. Well, he thought he was going to get by. No, we tripped him. He thought he was going to get by <laughs> me. But when I see Bob Ballinger, all I do is I yeah. point at the seat. Yeah. They sit. Yeah, grab a headphone. Senator, and how you doing? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Well, we're doing great. Have you already filled out your paperwork? No, no. I'll, I'll wait until after the line dies down. But after the session, we'll come down. There will be a lot less people, and we'll get it done. Okay, so is this fiscal session that's coming up, is it going to be relaxed, or is it going to be a lot of tension again? There will be some tension, um, but but it won't be. I don't think it will be like it has been. We started out with the resolutions in pass. Um, which obviously provide a lot of tension and frustrations, but at this point, I, I don't suspect to have much of the same. There'll be some appropriations that will either get modified or, or well, there'll be fights over them, but I, I don't expect to be much. Okay, good. Well, anytime you're spending state money, there's tension. I can tell you that from yeah, experience. That's true. Lots of tension. That's true. Yeah. What do you think of my idea? This is an idea that I've been throwing out there. I think instead of a fiscal session, I know there would have to be some kind of a, uh, of a uh, constitutional change, all right? right. But instead of a, a time that you guys get together for fiscal things, how about it's a time for you guys to come together and ask all these departments, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I have them report. But yeah. we, we have actually done, so we, we passed a, uh, a, a bill that actually requires them to come back and defend the regulations okay. so often. And so it, 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 I think it was probably three years ago. It really forced all of us to have basically a week-long meetings just to hear um, the, the rules coming That's back. That's good. From, yeah, yeah. No, and honestly, we, we got rid of stacks and stacks, a lot of redundancy, a lot of stuff that didn't have any support in, in, in the law that yeah. were rules. Got rid of them. I mean, it was, it, it was really a big reform that most people didn't even notice. Right. I, uh, I had come across my desk today. I think it was like four pages of all the different laws that have been passed for election integrity. Right. That's fantastic. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it is amazing. Oh, oh, for you Democrats, that's because we're trying to keep people from voting. But anyway. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, I, and that's I the, said for the Democrats. <laughs> okay. That's the thing that just kills me is that, you know, the, the importance of the vote, the vote is so valuable it's really important that you make sure that your vote really does count. And if people are out there voting fraudulently, that's taking your vote away. That's yes. taking your voice away. And so to me, I'm like, unless you are for voter fraud because you think your side is likely to win, you know, if you are not for voter fraud, you should should want to see some of these things that provide integrity and transparency in the election process. And, and honestly, that was a result of probably the number one issue. All You think of all guns and abortion, all the important things that, that we deal with that our people want to see is... Address election integrity was number one this last session. Well, I got to tell you what, Mark Lowry and you did a great job. Well, thank you so much. I mean, seriously, you did a great job. job. The, the, The number one thing I told Mark that they had to change: no more ballot if you don't have an ID. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
and yeah, he got a, rid of it. Yep. Yeah, and anyway, so I, I think it's a. I think it's clear that we struck a balance. We're, we didn't make it hard to vote. We made it where where you, you got to prove who you are to vote, and, and to me that seems like it's pretty easy. Well, I think yeah. if you got to show an ID to buy booze, you should have a, you <laughs> to show an ID to be able to vote. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. this makes sense to me. Or to get on an airplane. Yeah, we, we kind of miss the. I mean, it is a right, the the right to vote, but it's also a privilege that that uh, you know a, a lot of people forget that you know it's okay if it requires us to do something. Yes. To do it, even if as long as it's not a, a hindrance or a barrier to the vote. So. Right. All right. So. I, I, I'm going to throw out a, a suppose it. All right, let's suppose because I would have said we know for a fact, except somebody is saying that they're going to run against Sarah now. Yeah. But Sarah is going to be uh, the new governor of the state of Arkansas. Have you had discussions yet with her about where the Senate's going to go when yep. she's elected? Yeah, we have actually, and and I'll just tell you that like it. Her humility was the thing that, that won me over. So when she sat down and met with us, she said, look, I understand I don't have all the answers. I'm going to try to surround myself with, with good people. But ultimately, I'm going to be coming to you all for help. And and that, to me, was something that, that honestly, you don't see in politicians very often. I mean, even some of the politicians I really like, they don't demonstrate that type of type of humility. So I, right. I really expect that we will have a have a get along pretty good. Now, one thing the Senate has to realize is she is probably going to come in as the most popular political figure in in history. That's Even, an understatement. Yeah, that's right it, it, for Arkansas. And so, in the end, it is still important that the legislature be independent. Even though we have this, you know, giant when it comes to popularity in in the state. So, yeah, she's right. going to be she's going to be good. Are, are you excited about? Do you think that things would get through that hadn't gotten through before? Yeah, although I would say that I really feel like we've gotten a lot of good stuff done. Well, it's oh, yeah. only been yeah. it's only been the last few months that I feel like some of my stuff has been crushed. Yeah. So, you know, we we have, and and I I do think that it will be nice to have a a partner on some of these more conservative things in the governor's office to to help us you know work through that and get get some of the stuff done, which is easier to do than, yeah. than when you when you are feel we, like are we going to be able to get rid of special election senator. Oh man, I hope so. I, I, mean, I mean, I I've I tried that. Several have tried yeah, it. I have the gun for it. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just a gun for it. I want it gone. Yeah. That no, gone. I, I think. I mean, surely we can. Like, like that seems I, I'm so almost, I, I would. I would. I would bet serious money that we'd be able to do it in the yeah. next session. I think so. Yeah. I think sure. So. All right. I mean, I it, if you, we'll have. A, I think it'll be. I think we'll be more conservative, even legislatively, not not only governor's office. Yeah. But legislatively, I think we'll pick up a few more yeah. conservatives. I'm with I think you on we that. will. I think right. we will. All right. Bob Thank you, Senator. Senator. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Bob Allinger, state senator, with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let's see. Who's going to come oh, over? We're going to we're get, uh, get Doyle. Mr. Doyle Webb over okay. here. I'm going to put Doyle on in Doyle. just a moment. Can Candidate for lieutenant now, governor. Yes, you, sir. I hope that I didn't I didn't cause him to rest today. He does not have a bow tie you know well, but he's he's got a red, white, and well, red and blue and gold tie on. I'm just so. well, he's got a tie, but not yeah. a no, not a bow tie today. I'm vanilla today. Oh, yeah. Okay, everybody yeah. likes vanilla. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know it's it's time to be a little vanilla. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's the base for all the other stuff. You know? All right. I yeah, need right. you to sit right where you're at. Yep. We got to get a break in. Make I'll some send, money. I'm going to send it back to Heidi for a moment. We'll be back. Yep. We're at the Rotunda. It is uh, signing day yep. for uh, Republicans. Lots of Democrats too. There's a whole lot more Republicans and Democrats here in the Rotunda today. More in a moment. 
back for more of the Republican Signing Day, brought to you by Americans for Prosperity. Believe in Arkansas. Plus, Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Now, back to Dave Ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol. All right, let's get back to it. We've got uh, the former chairman of the GOP now running for lieutenant governor. And uh, I look across something, it seems so weird not to have him on here to talk about what's going on with the party. It is pretty weird. Uh, I could still talk about what's going on with the party, okay. but I need to talk about running for lieutenant governor. And I'll let you do that. Well, no, I have no problem with you doing that. Uh, at all. How have things been going on your campaign? You know, they've been going well. I, I am traveling Arkansas. Every, every county, every vote is important. I've actually put 20,000 miles on my car already going to different places, and this weekend will be no different. Yeah. Uh, so it's great. Great reception. I've gone places that they don't get to see a statewide candidate. Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, That's absolutely. You want to get Those out there and do important. that. That's right. Um, I, uh, I've, I've always appreciated what you're running on, and that is not a stepping stone. This is I, I am running to be a full-time lieutenant governor. I will not use that office to run for another office. I have no desire to run for another office. Uh, I, I have served in that office 1,500 days with Lieutenant Governor Wynne Rockefeller. I know what you need to do in that office. And you need to be accessible to people. And also, I think in these times, you need to be a great teammate with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Be available. If she can't go this place or that place, be available to be her at those places. You know, I was talking uh, just uh, a moment ago uh, with Ballinger, and he made the statement that they need to be aware that when Sarah comes in, and look, a lot of people say, Dave, you can't say that. Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, when she's made a governor, she's going to be the most popular governor ever elected in the state of Arkansas. That, that makes yeah. it, it can make it tough on the, on the politicians some. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I have, I have known the Huckabees since I was 17, Mike Huckabee, and I was his floor leader in the Senate when he was governor. And Dave, you may I may not have shared this with you and Alan, but Sarah was one of my pages when I was a no state kidding. senator. So no I, kidding. I, I, I have to believe that I may have just pole vaulted her into her success. It must have been. You know, no doubt. And that may be a first yeah. that the governor was the page to the lieutenant governor when he was state senator. That's pretty that's cool. Interesting. That is that's that's very interesting. That's cool. So you'll have a good relationship with her, you know, from from day one. Great relationship, great confidential relationship. I, I hope that I can be her eyes and ears uh, because, as you know, I have traveled Arkansas for 12 years as state chairman, and I know a lot of people that may call to get into the governor's office that they may not know. Right. But I'll be available. Call me as lieutenant governor, and maybe I can help open the door for you. Yeah. Now, un- explain to folks about the, the the office of lieutenant governor because you are kind of liaison between the governor's office and the Senate and the House. I right. mean, you're, you're supposedly going to be there to keep things smooth. It's it's like, if you will, the vice president. Uh, the, there's two constitutional duties: to preside over the Senate uh-huh. and to 
serve as governor in the event the governor cannot serve. Now, that has been, it was changed that if the governor's out of state now, they are still governor and the lieutenant governor doesn't take over. You do preside over the Senate. You assign bills to committees. I think you're a voice for the governor in the Senate. I think you also have to be a fair arbiter in the Senate. You, you shouldn't play favorites. You should be known, and I think I'm known in the Republican Party as a fair arbiter. I've conducted many meetings. You may not like the rules, but the rules are the rules, and we're going to follow the rules, okay? That's, that's, what, that's you, what Tim Griffin has done. You can't get in trouble if you follow the rules consistently. Right. And then I, I think that my relationship uh, and my the, the ability I have to be here full-time, uh, I can sit in on cabinet meetings. I, I might be that additional cabinet person that can, let's say there's a funeral. Let's say there's a this or that that the governor can't go to or can't speak because she's called on a lot. Right. I hope that I will have her confidence. I know I will. And then I hope I will speak on behalf of her when we go to those things type events okay, okay. that's that makes just makes a lot of sense that's so you feel you're feeling comfortable with the way things are going i right feel now? comfortable uh, fundraising has gone very well anyone that wishes to contribute can go to web for arkansas.com slash donate and make a contribution uh we have we have we have we have reached where we uh are comfortable in our cash on hand that means we need to raise more money but we don't have to raise more money I, it's hard to hear a politician say you don't have to raise it, but I, I feel comfortable where we are that we can win with the money that we have. Okay? I, I believe I'll end up getting more money, but I feel good about it. All okay? right. appreciate I appreciate you. you appreciate you. Appreciate yes, Alan. We'll have, I'm uh, sure sir. that we'll have you back on any time. Anytime you the, need me, you know I'm accessible election. to the public. Yes, Thank sir. you. We Thank appreciate you. it. All right. Let me good look luck to you. Thank Let's you. see if I've, I got water here who's going to come on. So let me get her, and I'm looking. I got Senator Rapert in the wing, so stay yeah. with us. Got he's, Senator Rapert uh, in, in the deck. He's on deck. He's on. You're on yeah. deck, Senator. Hold on, Kim. How are you? I'm fine. Kim, tell, tell what, every tell everybody you, who you what you're running yeah. for. Who are you and what you're running for? Yeah. My name is Kim Slaughter, and I am running for a State House of Representative in District 56, which is East and North Conway. East and North Conway. Okay. Yes, it's like about half a Conway, roughly, and Beaver Fork Lake. Okay, so what are, what are you expecting if you if you win in the primary, you run again in the general, and then I'm going to say you're going to win the general, and you're going to be you're going to be over in the house. What is it that uh, you want to do? Well, I think the main thing that I want to do is bring my experience as being a 25-year business owner to the Capitol, um, having to be the payroll, having to work with budgets and even change budgets at the last minute when when circumstances warrant that. I've been running a business for 25 years, and I've had to you know stick to a budget. And I can't just raise my prices just because my budget gets out of control. I have to go back to the drawing board and figure out where we can save money and, and uh, you know put it in the places where it's needed. So I think with that experience, uh, that's what I bring to the capital. If you, if, if you, well, go ahead. Do you mind if we ask uh, what kind of business you've been running? I have a marketing company that I've had since uh, 08. Then I had a, a business consulting company that I started in 99. That was in Dallas. I uh, sold that to move here. And then I, my husband owns Conway Remodeling, which I basically run his business. And then right. we just recently opened up Conway Mini Golf. Conway Mini Golf. Good yes. Lord. 
That's that's a lot of businesses. I got a lot of businesses. Yeah. But I, I've hired two people that have uh, taken over a lot of my responsibilities so that I can dedicate full time to to this position. Very good. If you had been in uh, elected position here in the last uh, general assembly, would you have told the governor that you shouldn't be charging? businesses for not wearing masks absolutely there's i don't even have to think about that that in fact that's one of the main reasons that i decided to run when not only just masks but when the governor shut businesses down so my my business was a marketing business so you know i didn't get shut down but when you shut other businesses down obviously that affects the marketing you know you have to cut right. back and a lot of times the first thing you cut back is your marketing right. so it had a very very serious impact on my business and that's when I had basically had enough and decided to run and I'm sitting here by Jason Rapert and I want to tell you guys right now that this man is the reason that I have decided to run his oh it's all his fault well yeah it's all his fault <laughs> his strength and and determination and willing to to be strong in his character has inspired me and uh and that's that's why i'm running he, his passion tim slaughter you're running for district 56 56 all right we got to take a break then we're coming back with senator jason raper who's that's right don't go anywhere thank he's you run, he's running for lieutenant governor as well we'll talk to him next here on the dave ellswick show live hey, at the rotunda we are going to be talking for the next three hours with political types. Just to let you know, if you come here, that's what you're going to have to say and listen to. Back in, in a moment. Have a seat. Back for more of the Republican Signing Day, brought to you by Americans for Prosperity. Believe in Arkansas. Plus, Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Now, back to Dave Ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol. All right, we're back with you here. And if anybody tells you there's any other radio station that does, you know, uh, politics as much as 1011 does. Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody does politics like we do. No, nobody. Nobody. And speaking of politics, there's a name that if I bring it up politically, I either get... Yeah. Or I get, ooh. <laughs> Jason There's no, bill, no ground, I and guess. And with me, it's a yay because I've supported this man when he first ran. Yeah. And I appreciate From I pre- the beginning. I appreciate that. And you know what? We always want people that we know exactly where they stand. And yep. four times in this state, people have said yay more That's than right. nay oh, de- and put definitely. me back in there. And it's been an honor to be here. And I just want to say before we get started that throughout the entire time that I've been involved here, there's not been a stronger conservative voice, Dave, than you. And, and, and I sincerely mean that. You have done that. And there are times when there are issues when conservatives get crossways with each other. Yeah. But you try to be fair with people, and yeah. uh, that's what people want. And, and a guy that still remembers what news is. Yeah. Uh, but you also Absolutely. are our opinion. You give your, your opinion on things. And we thank you because as much as all of us have worked during those battles when we were flipping this state to Republicans, your voice was one of the strongest voices, the loudest voices in the state. And people always wanted to know what you had to say. And they knew they could tune into 101.1 FM and get the answers. Right? Well, here's the key. Not only did I support you when you first started, but Alan Kerr is here. And I yeah, supported yeah. him from when he was when he was over there as a uh, judge. When man. I was nobody. 
No, I was a you nobody. were never a nobody. <laughs> you were never a uh, nobody. Running for state, uh, running for uh, JP, uh, and and uh, fighting that uh, county jail tax. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, we defeated that. that. This is all the things that. Yeah, I've been around for a long time. Twenty-one years now. I was here when there were four Republicans in the House and one supposed senator uh, in the Senate. You know, and Gilbert yeah. Baker was here when the Hutchison brothers were here. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, just trying to think of the other folk. There's two other people, and I can't remember who it was now. But I remember. I remember. I've been here for a long time, and my memory is long. It really is. It's just it's like an can't elephant. remember what he had for breakfast, but he can remember about That's that. That's right. <laughs> I, and I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. All right, so let's talk, Jason. You want to be lieutenant governor. Why, right. why you want to be lieutenant governor? Well, number one, I want to put Arkansas first and America first. You know, Dave, I was the first candidate to announce to run for this office, the very first one that, that – Pull the pull the trigger. Made the decision that I wanted to run, and and really, it's because people have asked me to stay involved in the process. When I signed up to run for the Arkansas State Senate, I had never run before in my life. Yeah, I, I, was, I know. I was elected in twenty in twenty ten. I was the first Republican since the end of Reconstruction to win that particular district. And when I signed up, it was only two four-year terms, if you remember. You served eight years, and you're, you're done. done. Yep. That's right. And then the people of Arkansas voted on an I amendment. Remember. That included that stretching that out. So I'm finishing my 12th year now in the Arkansas Senate. I'm second in seniority. I came down here to cut taxes. I've served on tax and revenue, and we've literally been a part of cutting over $1 billion in net tax cuts since I've been down here. That's Republicans that have done that, and I fought for that. I personally carried the bill to get rid of the last discretionary sales tax on grocery food items. They say that's $65 million a year in families' pockets every year that they can spend on their families. I'm proud of that. We came down here. We said we wanted to be pro-life. I carried the heartbeat bill in 2013. No state had ever passed that before we passed that. We have passed over 42 different pieces of legislation lately. And with my colleagues, you never do anything alone down here. With my colleagues, we have now become the most pro-life state in the country. Absolutely. And, and that's something we can be proud of, whether it's expanding our gun rights, standing up for pro-life issues. But I also want to say something lately. Of anybody running in this race... I've stood up not only against the Biden mandates, which some of my colleagues will mention in some of their announcements, but I stood against Tyson and these other companies that were threatening to fire people over a vaccine that wasn't even keeping them from getting sick in the first place. So there's a lot of people that that talk the talk out there, but they're not walking the walk out there. And I have stood strong, as you know, and I'm going to find people want to fight her here. And, you know, last couple of years I had an interview and somebody said to me, said, what do you think about people that say that you're somewhat like Donald Trump? And I said, look, Donald Trump's his own man, but if you're saying that I say what I mean and mean what I say and I'll fight for it, I take that as a compliment. Yeah, you, so, were, you were really conservative like that before absolutely. being conservative like that was being cool. That's exactly right. You know, as far as that was concerned. And, and that's because I truly believe I, I've worked hard with our Republican majority to try to make Arkansas a better place for people to live, work, and raise their families. There's two duties of the lieutenant governor, and one of those is to preside in the Senate. 
I'm the only one running out of these six candidates right now that has been there during the majority when we fought and we have governed. That's a big thing. It's one thing to be a voice out here just talking negative and throwing throwing passes out here trying to trying to knock off the enemy. But when you're governing and having to make decisions, I've been there during that process, and I know the personalities in the Senate, and you know. As the lieutenant governor, if there's a tie, you have to be that tie-breaking vote. Well, look, we're at a point right now where establishment Republicans, as opposed to true conservative Christian Republicans, there could absolutely be a tie in the Senate on a vote. And so if you want somebody there that you know my record, you know what I've stood for, and as you also know, they've tried to take me down since I got started. They've thrown everything at me, and I'm still standing. The last thing, and this is important, is that we're to be ready to be governor day one if there was a vacancy. So I'm absolutely committed to standing beside Sarah Huckabee Sanders as she is governor of this state to help her be as successful as she can be. But I also know because of my 12 years and working with the executive branch that if something were to happen, I believe I could continue to carry forward for the state of Arkansas and people could depend on me. You had a question there. Yeah, I just uh, he, he pretty much answered. I was going to ask him how how he uh, it's in Sarah Huckabee Sanders is looks like she's going to be governor. Um, what do you um, what do you see yourself? How do you see yourself working with with that office? I mean, it's, she's going to be a little bit different governor than the last couple that you worked with. That's exactly right. Well, number one, I have a great relationship with Mike Huckabee, who is her father. He actually deal, serves yeah. on the National Association of Christian Lawmakers board yes, with does. me. <laughs> He's worked very good with me with that. So I've got a relationship there. And I went to Iowa. Sarah was running her dad's campaign back yeah. in uh, 2016 when yeah. he ran for president. And I went up to Iowa, and that's where I really got to know Sarah a little bit. And so I've watched her progress uh, serving serving President Donald Trump, and I'm going to be a strong right arm for her. My job is to help her be as successful as she can be and to do my duties as lieutenant governor. And I will tell you on that, probably the strongest other candidate in this race against me has spent 12 months running down Sarah Huckabee Sanders everywhere she could. She went out and said a lot of very negative things. But now, all of a sudden, the job that she said publicly she didn't want, which was lieutenant governor, now she does want to be lieutenant governor. Now she is going to be a good friend to Sarah Huckabee. I don't know that I trust that, to be quite frank, and I don't use that loosely. But I've gotten to a point where I'm concerned about that. And there's going to be differences between me and, and Leslie Rutledge. Leslie Rutledge sent her team out to argue against the most successful pro-life strategy that we've seen in America saving babies today, which is the Texas Civil Cause of Action. She needs to answer why she's using taxpayer money to fight against pro-life legislation in our state. I mean, she did it. I, I didn't. This is not something you just accuse out of the thin air. She did that. And she also needs to answer for the $5.3 million that she spent of taxpayer money putting her face out there constantly. I've had more women tell me they're sick of seeing those commercials she did than anything else. And you know what else? She was pushing vaccines. She was pushing vaccines on people. You can't say you're fighting the mandates when you're using taxpayer money to push vaccines. She did it. She owns it. If the people want somebody that will get up and fight for them and not blow their money like has been blown by the attorney general, I think I'm a great alternative. All right. 
I appreciate you stopping by, Jason. Oh, by the way, let me also say thanks for letting me move your show you bet. an hour early today I so that it, we uh, could do this. You know what? It works great because everybody thinks they're tuning into Charlie Kirk, and they got me. So <laughs> yeah, that was great go. advertisement. You know, what can you do with that? It you know, that's been great. a lot of fun, Dave. One of these days, I haven't bothered you because you're the king of radio to me. But one of these days, I'd love for you to come on and talk about your career and, and what, why you got All you got to do is ask. Well, I'm asking right now. I'll so be let's happy do it. to. We'll, we'll fix it up. All yep, right. Thank you. I'll be happy. Bless you. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Hey, and Appreciate listen, you. anytime you want something, go to jasonraper.com, and you can get an answer and sign up to help us out. All Thank right. You. Thank you awesome. very much. Jason Raper, Senator Jason Raper here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Candidate got, for lieutenant yeah, governor. Yeah, candidate for lieutenant governor. I look around. And I'm seeing people coming by and, and saying, pointing at themselves and pointing at the mic. And yeah. I'm, I'm saying, okay, yeah, yeah. we can do and, that. And, we'll make, and make now we're, we're nothing. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> here, but they'll be back. Yeah, they'll be back. They'll, they'll be, be back, back, and we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll bring you, the people on. I may, I may get up and go bird dog a little bit. So. I, I just sent off Elizabeth. Elizabeth is here. It's, yeah. That's what she's out doing right now. One of my favorite conservative women walked by just a few moments ago, and yeah. I— promise you i will do everything in my power to get her on so that's coming uh, your your way I'm, I'm looking over they're taking pictures of everybody they're all having fun yeah everybody's having a good time it's gonna be a lot of stuff on facebook today yes there will be all right it's about 14 minutes till one let's get a break in alan kerr is with me uh ken yang is here he'll be coming around uh, he's probably with his candidates right now getting everything all set up yeah uh, but we'll be back in a few moments from the rotunda at the capitol it is signed day and the race is on they're off here on 1011 fm the answer back for more of the republican signing day brought to you by americans for prosperity believe in arkansas plus pat davis your health plan man mulinex law firm and hollinger tax resolution now back to dave ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol Yeah, you want more politics? We got it for you. We are live at the epicenter of politics in Arkansas today, and that is the state capitol. All the political parties are here. The Republicans are here. The Democrats are here. Uh, The Libertarians are here. Everybody's here. But I'm going to tell you what, if you counted the number of Republicans versus every other party, a huge amount of Republicans oh are here today. It is, it is, it is uh, overwhelming uh, Republican. It's not like it was 15 years ago, 15, no, 16 years ago. No, it's not at all. Not come a long, all. long ways. Absolutely. Mr. Wickline walking by. Yeah. Them Gaz is here doing their thing as well. <laughs> I ha- Have you seen any of the TV stations here yet? I have not. I have not. There's a lot of people around with cameras. I don't know if... It, know, could be a, it could be because I don't know the, I don't know the people they that don't, are doing all. They don't things. carry any, any insignia. All right, now here, uh, joining us, and yes. we'll keep him to the top we, of the app. We hour. snagged him as he tried to walk yeah, by. He was trying to get by. I got it. <laughs> Almost got through. Almost got. David through. Ray is here, and yeah. it's good to see David Ray. I'm glad you're with us, David. Thank you very much for stopping good by. Good to be with you, Dave and Alan. Thank it's, you, sir. It's, it's We've had a lot of good people on already. We'll have a lot more people but we got one we got one of the best here absolutely you're, you're one of the great new you know state house people that came in you well, you brought you, you. no nah, you brought in you you know you you went after something that's is really 
prime to Alan Kerr in yeah. the special elections. Well, yeah. yeah, Alan, I think, is the uh, the original special election warrior. He's the godfather. Warrior. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, the, he's the godfather. <laughs> the godfather. Uh, I just picked up the torch, you know, where he left off and, yeah. and, and many others. Um, yeah, for folks who are listening and don't know what that issue is, yeah. um, you know, in Arkansas, there's been some legislation passed recently that affects it. But, you know, cities and counties will oftentimes hold special elections that right. raise our taxes, issue bonds, et cetera at really random times, and the voters don't know to go to the polls. So what happens is you get a really low turnout, and the tax increase just kind of slips on through and passes. Let me give you a good example. It happened out in Cabot. They voted in a $60 million bond issue, and we had 2% of the voters show up. And the fix is really really easy. They need to hold these things in conjunction with the primary election or the general election. Yes. That way... What's a so large cross-section well, of the population can approve it. So that people's voices can be heard. I mean, that's that's the main thing. Uh, you, you don't get a good a good uh, cross-section, cross-section of the opinion of uh, people when you don't when you don't have more than 2% of the vote. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's not uncommon for these special elections to have 5%, 6%, 8% turnout. Whereas, you know, in a, in a general election, you're going to get 50% turnout. That's in, right. in, a, in a primary, you might get 35%. And so. you know what? They do it that way because they know if they can turn out the people who support whatever tax they're usually wanting to push up, they can get that many people Well, they out. try to do them on the day after a holiday. Yeah, well, that happened. Things like that, all that, the time. That happened in, uh, I believe, 2012. The city of North Little Rock held yep. a millage election. Uh, or, or, sorry, North Little Rock School District, I think, held a millage election North on Little Valentine's Rock. Day. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, most people don't know this, but if you take the state sales tax and the local sales tax and combine, we have the third highest sales tax of any state in the country on yes. average. Yes. And, and, and a big driver of that, a big reason to how we got in that, spl- that, that spot uh, that unenvious ranking is through these special elections. Yeah, right. So uh, I tried to do something about it last session. We came up just six votes short in the House, but um, I think we're going to have a strong freshman class come in this time, and, and hopefully that will well, put us over the top. I think you're going to have the support of the governor's office on that this a time around, A big support too. from the governor's I, I, office. I really believe I that. I hope so, yeah, yeah. We're going to have a new governor, and, and I know all of us are excited to work with Sarah yeah. um, and, and help implement her agenda, uh, which is, uh, you know, by all accounts going to be conservative, limited government right. uh, policy priorities. And so right. that's something to really be excited about. All right. David Ray, I'll let you get on. Because other right. people want to come on and say hello to the Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Well, let's do let that. them do it. Thank yes, you sir. very much for stopping by and visiting with us. Thanks so much. Thanks Thank so you, sir. It's good. Ken, I saw Ken Yang. He had somebody he wanted to bring by. Yeah. And we get uh, get them over here now. Can you see? There he is. Who's coming on? Okay. Ken's uh, okay, so pulling Rick somewhere Harrell. up. Look, we're going to bring him on. Yeah. Have a seat come there, on, sir. Make yourself come and move right up on that belly up to the mic, not yeah. to the bar, to the mic. That's right. Talk to me later about the bar. I'll well, talk to you about <laughs> bar's less dangerous than that mic. <laughs> sometimes, so. sometimes, sometimes that's true. So, uh, what you running for? Well, I'm running for District 25 State Senate, which is uh, Pope County, Conway County, and the city limits of Dardanelle. New district. Okay. Oh, a new district. Right. That gives you a good shot. Yeah. Well, uh, Mark Johnson was a senator in Conway County, but uh, the incumbent in Polk County is running for the same seat. Okay. Well, that's against Mark? 
No, no, no. Oh, okay. Mark's, he's been redrawn. He's running I, I in I think Faulkner's he's against County. you. Okay, I was yeah. going to say. Okay, yeah. so they're, he's running against you. So right. what, what do you want to tell those constituents that are out there that you're asking for their vote? Well, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I've lived and worked in that area for 40 years, traveling all the schools and all the area uh, as a Jostens rep, class rings, and now Captain Gandon. So I've, I've developed a great relationship with schools, and that's one of my major platforms is to help these schools become more autonomous and uh, to find the funding to pay these teachers an adequate salary. It's kind of hard when uh, in northwest Arkansas they're starting out at $50,000, and I've got teachers in my school that they top out after 20 years with less than $50,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second part is I really support the blue. The police uh, and law enforcement in our area are uh, underfunded in many areas and underappreciated. And uh, I definitely well, that's an that. understatement. The yes. underappreciated, yeah. no yeah. doubt about We're it. We're going to refund the blue. That, that's that's a good good comment there. For sure. <laughs> not not defund. We're going to refund. There yeah, you go. they need to refund them. I'm telling you what. All you got to do is look at all the crime that's breaking out all across the great nation that we have. Yeah. To tell you that you've got to put your you know your support behind people who are protecting you. Unfortunately, they put your they put their body between you and somebody with a bullet. Absolutely, absolutely. And I've served on uh, city council in Russellville for three years and. We've uh, worked hard at raising the salaries for our city police there in Russellville to make them much more competitive and to keep those guys on on staff. All right. And so you want them to vote for you. Tell tell them your name. Tell them your website. You want them to give money, too. So yeah. ask them for that while you got the chance. Yeah, the machine runs on money. Uh, again, my name is Rick Harrell, and uh, my, my campaign website is rickforarkansas.com. And you can give online. You can call me, and I'll come pick up the check. Uh, yeah. But I've been very blessed that people have supported me and, and our positions. And uh, one of the biggest ones is being pro-life and believing that life begins at conception uh, without exception. Absolutely. Except for a woman's, uh, a mother's life. And so that's a strong point for me, too. Well, Absolutely. good. We appreciate you. Thank you for coming by. Very grateful. It's a big day today signing up uh, here at the Capitol. A lot of excitement. Thank you guys for being here. Absolutely. Heady heady air today. Yeah. That's the way I like to put it. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah. So there's what you got. We we got a lot of people that are going to come by. I guess they're convening for about a half hour in the house. Yeah, they've they've got – he's got to go run a bill. A lot of bills being run. Uh, This is – and session is going on. Session is uh, the, the fiscal session. So they've got to go uh, deal with money. And uh, as they come out of that uh, that vote, we'll snag them. Oh, yeah. As, as they come down the steps. And, well, I had and them going by and saying, yeah. I'll be back. I'll cir- I'm yeah. circling back. Yeah. They get they get that sake thing going. I'm circling back. I'm circling <laughs> back. All right. So we'll have them. All yeah. right. We are here on signing day in uh, the cap- in the uh, rotunda in the Capitol. Good to have you along with us. Alan Kerr has been good enough to be my co-host today. Glad to have him with us. There's our first TV station just walking yeah. by. Yeah. Just saw them. So uh, we will be back after the news, which is coming up next.
is the Dave Ellswick Show, live from the rotunda of the Arkansas State Capitol for Republican Signing Day, brought to you by Americans for Prosperity, Believe in Arkansas, plus Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Let's join Dave and all his guests. All right, back with you in the road. Well, I'm not in the rotunda. I am right off the rotunda over amongst the bus of the former governors of the state of Arkansas. That's normally where they have me. This year, instead of on the, uh, the Senate side, I'm over on the House side. And so nice to be here. A lot of people have been coming by. The Senate and the House have convened. The special session or the fiscal session uh, is going on right now. So uh, they are meeting, and uh, we'll grab people as that those meetings convene. But or, or pardon me, once they're done, we'll get those folks on uh, the show. Alan Clark, Alan Clark, Alan Kerr had to go out and feed the meter where he's parked at, so he's doing that right now. So he'll be back in a moment. But just walking by, I just sitting here minding my own business, and. Heather Beach is here. Yeah. How are you, Heather? Good. How are you? What do you think about all of this? It is so busy in here, but it's exciting. Very yeah, a exciting. Lot of, a lot of uh, excitement, a lot of some tension for some people. Yes, yes. You know, walking through here. Because you know what? To be able to run for an office, you got to put down some money. You do. How much did you have to put down? $3,000 today. Three grand. <laughs> Three, that's important. That's not, I don't know about everybody else, but I don't have $3,000 in my savings account. <laughs> I got 2000 but I don't have 3000 you know. So filling that in is just, a, you know, the way that it goes. You got to do this. Some of the races, though, are very, very expensive. Very, very. Come on, That's Elizabeth. Right. Joan, go hey, ahead. Get on here. Get on here. We put you both together here. That's now. right. I got to be on with my girl. There you go. <laughs> How much is it to run? Is he to run for governor? Is it twenty grand? Is that what it is? I think or fifteen. You said that this morning. I'm not 15. sure. I think it's, it's fifteen. It's fifteen for governor, twenty for senator. Right. That's what it is. Senators. I mean, that's just the not. That is not the price that you have to pay if you're a Democrat. And the Democrat, if you're willing to say. I want to run, and I got 200 signatures. They'll let you on the ballot. Yeah, that's because the Democrat Party lost all their money a couple of years ago, didn't oh, they? Oh, man. Uh-huh. And they're having trouble fundraising even today. And the question is, where did the money go? <laughs> they Ooh, don't good know. Good question. Who knows? They don't know where the money went. That's just the way it goes. So as you let everybody know, I, I keep you from talking about your campaign on the air, <laughs> okay, because... That's a no-go on my show. That's right. You know, but I can turn to you right now and say, go for it, girl. Okay. You, you got, you, I've, I've, <laughs> I've taken off the bridle. Do, tell everybody what, what district you're running for and what your thoughts are. Well, I'm running in District 75, which is a big majority of West Little Rock, the Chenal area. And what I am running on is combating our crime issues that are going on here in Little Rock. Yep. Economic growth. And education freedom. Finally, actually pushing for bills for real school choice in the state of Arkansas. Money follows the child. That's right. Yes, ma'am. Boy, to say that you need school choice in Little Rock is an understatement. Everywhere. I mean, seriously. Yeah. It is. It is crucial here in Little Rock. Yeah, you you just need it. So, what are some thoughts you got on that? Let me just let you. I, I want you to run, run wild here. Go ahead. Okay. Well, first of all, 
you know, I started fighting these battles with the school boards about, what was it, about August when I came on the show. Yeah. And it was a real eye-opener as to what's going on in our schools. And parents are just, I guess you would say, at a loss. They didn't know what to do. They were stuck in these school districts. You have these superintendents and school boards that are not listening to the parents. And they're just, they're strapped. They have nowhere to go. So actually having school choice or even maybe starting your own school. We're looking into starting our own schools in some of these communities. I think that's going to be a big turning point for Arkansas. We have got to get our numbers up. If you look at what Florida did, they've gone from like 40th in the nation to the third in the nation. So, and you look at what they did, they changed the standardized testing to the ACT testing and the, and the SAT. That's what they changed. That's the way it should be. Look, look, can I jump in? Just yeah, go ahead. If that that is what determines for a lot of people, whether you get into a service academy or not, right. it's your ACT and SAT scores. It just makes sense if that's how you determine how how smart a person is or how well educated they are. Then it would be my thought that that makes sense for our schools. Right, it does. It does. And and if you go to a, if you start your own school or you have school choice, then you're taking that tax dollar. The tax dollar is following the child instead of the program. So if you go to you know a private school or a char- or you start your own charter school, maybe you can focus on starting a curriculum that is ACT or SAT focused. Okay. So. There you go. Hey, yeah. how are you? Alan's, Alan's <laughs> back. He, he, you thought you'd yeah, get I by. I did. I thought I was going to get by. So how many shekels did you have to put into the monster? Oh, my goodness. In Little Rock? Yeah. All of them. All of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All my doubloons went into the meter. That's what right. they always do. <laughs> right. Okay, so she's talking about education right now, Alan. Yes, she's choice. Yeah. Money follows the child. How far have you gotten Pretty in f- education? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and another thing is that, you know, we're facing crime issues here in Little Rock. And I think a lot really? of that... Well, yeah, we're underneath the state of emergency right now. Banging in the rock right, all over again, right. baby. So, you know, if, if our city police, if they are needing funding or whatever they need, I want to make sure that they have that. And also, addressing the breakdown of the family. We're having a breakdown of the family. So, addressing that and, and the programs that are, I guess you would say, enabling people to stay on welfare programs or not working. When you go around Little Rock, there's signs everywhere saying hiring. Jobs are hiring. People are wanting to hire, and nobody wants to work. We've got to address that. People need to go back to work. They need to work. Well, what is it causing? What, what is it going on that causes people not to want to work? I mean, other than the obvious. I mean, programs. How are, they, how are they paying for their groceries? How are they paying for their cable? On our tax phone? dollars. My, my tax dollars. On our tax yeah. dollars. <laughs> That's right. Well, we got to redirect those. Right. I agree. I agree. Well, absolutely. And here in the state. I mean, you're going to be dealing with state dollars. Right. And that's not like that's a small amount of right. money. Right, exactly. Six billion dollars state budget. Yeah. And then pass-through money makes it, what, about $36, $38 billion? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Six times as much. Think yep. about that. Yeah. I mean. That's your other pocket tax money, people, if right. you hadn't figured that one right. out. Federal money. That's right. the big check I send. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. So it's either your left I'm pocket federal money or your right pocket state money. It's all yeah. tax money. Right. Yes, right. it is. It's, and it's coming from being squandered. left and right tax. Being you know, squandered. Left and right uh, pocket. That's exactly what it's doing. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the way it is. So what are some things that you're hoping to come forth with? 
here in the state legislature. Well, let me ask Alan this, and then you can take off okay. what he said. All right. yeah. First time that you were here as a state legislator, how long did it take you to get your feet under you? Um, not long. Where's um, the bathrooms? It, uh, yeah, once I found the bathrooms, which are, there's only two, That's by the way. You, all you had to do is ask yeah. me. And I That's the to, most important one. Um, and, and, you know, once you get your, your pass key to the private room back there behind the, the house. Right. Right. Um, it, it doesn't take you long. I mean, you, I can remember my first couple of weeks, I, I got hazed pretty good, you yeah, know. Yeah, right. But, uh, um you know, they're, they're voting on a bill, and you're watching this thing happen, and then all of a sudden it goes, you know, they do some kind of parliamentary thing. Right. And, and, who knows? and you're, you're looking at, you're asking your seatmate there, what, what just happened? What does that mean? You yeah. know? So uh, it, it only takes you a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, maybe a good to 30 days. To figure it out. Yeah. But it, you know, session starts, everything's so hot and heavy, mm-hmm. and they try to, they try to, uh, orient you uh before session starts so there's 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 some good instruction training yeah good (laughs) on the job training first time or training (laughs) there's going to be a whole slew of new folks in the legislature i'm hoping next there's going to be a lot so maybe not so much hazing right (laughs) well oh there's always some i mean you're do they still make you chew to chew into back oh i'm sorry what? You're talking about the hazing. And oh. I was saying, did they make you, you know, take a bite off a plug or anything? No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about you, you get up to talk against a bill, okay, mm-hmm. and, and you're, you stand at the podium, and everybody in the room stands up and holds up their microphone. Okay, right. you got you got ninety nine people stand up like they're all going to talk against. Or they all yeah, stand yeah. up and right. look at you. Yeah. Right. So that was that was just hilarious. I love it. I yeah. love it. Couldn't say a thing after all that. I looked around. You're scared as it is. It's your on. first time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you said crime. You said education, and then you had a third. Economic growth. Economic growth. Okay, so doing so away what? doing away with the the state income tax, but we also have to address our spending. Yes, we do. So. We're, I don't think we're going to be able to have any relief if we don't address the spending We don't issues. have so. a revenue problem, okay? How many years have we heard this? It's the spending yes, that's out of it control. Is. It is out of control. Well, and, and, you know, thinking back to when Governor Huckabee was, was governor, he had a, a revenue situation. He had mm-hmm. a, a serious but revenue situation. But we don't situation. have that now. But we don't have that Thank now. you. Um, the, the money that the marijuana sales alone is bringing in is is a, a really a, a big thing to the state. Yeah. So... Because we've Down got this, we, yeah. Because we've got this 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 overage, mm-hmm. uh, the surplus. Now's the time to do away with state income, state income tax. tax. Yes. So that we I can agree. now when we can afford it. Right. So, yeah. When we can In afford a it. very smart, right. reasonable, measured way. Because we got to think yeah. a little bit ahead. Right. Think about the future. We yeah. won't always be awashing money like we are right yeah. now. Right. And I want to do it without raising my property taxes. That would be it. a yes. nice idea. When I came I here to to Little Rock. And got on the radio was the year that Governor Huckabee took the state the state budget, uh-huh. not not the pass through money, but just to say to just for the first time over one billion dollars. Yeah. And now we're over six, six billion dollars. Think of that twenty years, six we went up five billion dollars. Is your government that much better? That's, That's a very good question, <laughs> Mr. Ellsworth. I am, am going to let I'm going to let uh, the future representative answer that go. question. Well, 
I don't know if I want to answer that. <laughs> well, well, your answer would be no because I wasn't here to help you with that. There you go. There when you I go. get there, it'll change. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. I'm throwing them out there. All you got to do is play. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, well, the key is, is this, and that is I, I agree with what, uh, of course, Elizabeth says. We don't have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem. Right. right. And uh, that's why when – you know, Senator Rapert was on yeah. and when Ballinger was on and I said, hey, when you guys had the fiscal session, why don't you make the, the heads of all these departments show up and show you how they spend every exactly. shekel that Zero they base spend. budgeting? Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding? Well, wow. that's, that's what I did at the county when I was JP. I know. I made them all stand in front of me. And What's you know what? I told them if they could cut their budget by mm-hmm. 10%, they didn't have to come. Did they you would, cut? You would, be, you would be shocked the number that didn't show up. That's a great up. idea. That's a All great they had to do was cut 10%. And they yeah. didn't have to. Yeah. Right. I like right. it. That's a good idea. I will, I will not say who the, who the uh, politician was that was on my show when he asked me, well, Dave, if, if you were governor, what would you do? And I said, first thing I'd do is cut the government spending by 10%. Yep. Across yep. the board. I All thought, the agencies. I thought he was going to have apoplexy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I swear to God. It was, yeah. it yeah. was, it was sad. Right. Yeah. He, he, you can't do that. I said, make me government, governor yeah. and watch me. Right. Right. I think we could have a, a, a bigger tax cut if we address the spending and cut, cut back. I agree. 10% on a lot of these agencies. Yeah, they're still, yeah, and they just keep coming up with right. new ones. More, that's exactly right. New ones. Right. Well, there's a lot of leeway in a lot of these budgets. I, I you know, that that that, you know, they, they reapply for the same budget every mm-hmm. year. Right. And there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, room. Let's let's call it in those budgets where they can make cuts. Right. If they want. Right. right. But they try to fill it up. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Heather, I'm going to let you okay, get, thank get you up, get away, and, and let you run around and Go look at people. and say hi to everybody. And <laughs> yes. Before thank you, you leave. 20 minutes after uh, 1 o'clock, let's take a quick break. Alan Kerr and I will be back in just a few moments. We're live from signing day here at the state capitol. Back for more of the Republican Signing Day, brought to you by Americans for Prosperity. Believe in Arkansas. Plus, Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Now, back to Dave Ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol. Back with you, and uh, the Democrats are here, too. They're signing up to run for office as well. Chris Jones is joining us. He's running for governor. Hey, Dave. How many people are there running for governor on the Democrat side? There's about five or six of you, Yeah, good number, about five. Is it five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at last count. Okay. So <laughs> at last count. You won't know for fact until Monday, you right? You don't know until the, the, that, that check is cashed. Until the bell rings. Ding, yeah. ding, until ding. the bell ding, rings. Ding, ding, yeah. Oh, my goodness. As you look at the state of Arkansas, and, yes, as, and as you know, I'm a conservative, and, and I see it probably a little bit differently than you do. Well, we don't, but, maybe. Yeah. But so tell me what it is that you want to do as governor of the state of Arkansas. Yeah, well, first of all, I appreciate you allowing me uh, to be on your show. Anybody can come on my show. Well, yeah. and I'm still thankful. See, though, you see, know? I'm here, so, yeah, yeah. anybody <laughs> can be here. There you go. <laughs> Look, I'm a, I'm a seventh-generation Arkansan. I'm a preacher's kid twice over. And my grandfather drove a truck. Um, had third grade education. Okay. And what he told me was, big man, get an education, you get in your head, no one can take it out. That's but good. then he also said, work as hard as you can using God's gifts to serve someone else. So I'm here to serve Arkansas. I've always wanted to do it. Uh, and our focus is really on spreading PB&J across the state. 
Okay. You heard of it, PB&J. That's preschool, broadband, and jobs. Okay. And really a focus on education, uh, infrastructure, and economic development, and particularly in areas that have gotten left out, like Hughes, Harrison, Paragool, Stamps. Like those are the places that, are, that often get forgotten. They are the outside of the suburbs there. Outside of the <laughs> suburbs. That's exactly it. But look, I'm from Pine Bluff, and my dad grew up in Hughes, and my mom grew up in McNeil. It gets no smaller than that. Right. And, uh, and those are thriving communities that have great people, and they need support, too. All right. So, yeah. you, okay, so we said, we said preschool, preschool, broadband, broadband and, and jobs. jobs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk jobs. Yeah. What's your idea about bringing in jobs to the state? Yeah, it's both. It's both attracting uh, businesses, particularly to the areas that have gotten left out in the Delta and South Arkansas. It's also supporting small business mom and pops. My mom owned a store, Bev's Bags and Accessories, when I was growing up. Now, she's a lifelong educator, but she let me work in that store. And I tried to get the profit, and she wouldn't let me get it. Okay. But those are the kinds of places that we want to support. Uh, and there are models of doing that in, in the main streets of Arkansas that have, again, ever gotten forgotten. My parents ran a store, too. No, they didn't. I feel okay. for you, man. You feel for me? <laughs> it was <laughs> hard work, wasn't it? It was hard work. Was, uh, but, yeah. but you learned so much. Didn't you? I did. I wish I had a store for my yeah. kids to grow up in. Yeah. All I had was an insurance office. That really didn't do much. <laughs> my yeah. dad sold insurance, too. Yeah. yeah oh, he did still he really? does. He still does. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, what was the name of your parents' store? Uh, Handy Shopper in Jacksonville. Handy Shopper. Look, yeah. there are Bev's Bags and Handy Shoppers all over the state yeah. that just need a little support. Here's where there's not all over the state right now. What's that? Dollar stores. Dollar stores, yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. Stop. Sorry, that's just a little joke Eat there. a little joke. And Come on. You may not have heard the story. The story is out. Most of the dollar stores are closed right now because they found a rat infestation at, oh. at the main uh, place in, in Memphis. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. And they were up in the ceiling, and you know what was dropping down on everything? Don't say it. Yeah, that's what was dropping oh, down on everything. Not good. No. Not good at all. Not good. And not good at all. If you go to a dollar store today, you might find that the doors are not They're open. Not open. Our communities deserve better. Yeah, eighty-five stores in Arkansas 85. alone. Eighty-five. Yeah, I counted them today. I, I was no, looking at that's eighty-five. Eighty-five dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> I'm Sorry, you're so funny. You know, and for, and for those areas, for those small, those stores yeah. are lifebloods for small communities. Yes. Oh yes, yes, they are. It's where they shop. I guess they're all having to shop at Fred's now. They're going to have to do, yeah, yeah, or Harps. Harps. Yeah, Harps, whoever's there. A lot of places don't have a Harps or a Fred's. Right. They got a dollar store. Yeah. And that's where they go. They get their milk there and and all the rest. Well, I mean, they're having the same problem with pharmacies and and doctor's offices, too, across the state. So, again, particularly in the rural areas. Yeah, very very much in the rural areas. So that's what you're concerned about. You're, You're concerned more about rural areas or urban areas? Uh, the, the, the entire state. But when I think about spreading PB&J, right, the reason I say spreading PB&J, a bad sandwich, the peanut butter and the jelly is clumped. A good sandwich is spread all over. Right. So I'm certainly concerned about the places that I've gotten forgotten over the years because that's how we're going to unleash the true potential of Arkansas. All right. You know, he's pretty and good. These pretty are places good. I grew you up sure, in. Look, you I'm sure you don't want to be a Republican? Slow down. <laughs> we, 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 don't want, we don't like that, that lumpy peanut butter. You no, don't like, we don't, don't. We like we the, the smooth, smooth, smooth stuff. stuff. No, no. <laughs> now, what kind of jelly do you like? That's the real question. Yeah. Oh, Welch's grape, of course. All right. Are we actually okay there? you got to have grape, although I will say you can have strawberry. You can. You can, but grape is definitely better. Grape is definitely better, yeah. I'm, I'm big. I'm big on blueberry. I blueberry. like blueberry oh, jelly. Yeah, I'm a blueberry just lost person. Me. He just, <laughs> lost, he just lost me. He just I'm lost me. I'm a blueberry me. person. All right. 
So preschool. Yes, sir. I've got thir- I've got your thirty seconds. Yeah. Why preschool? I ran track growing up, and the most important part of the track meets coming out of the blocks. If you come out of the block strong, you set yourself up to win the race. If you don't come out of the block strong, then you can't win. Preschool is a predictor of third grade reading, graduating on time, and it reduced reducing going to prison, but also high quality jobs. Preschool matters. All right. We're out of time. Oh, man, I've got to come back. What? Yeah. Well, you come you on my come show on anytime. I will yeah. come. You tell them and just we'll to talk give about me a that call. Nasty, we'll get you on. nasty jelly you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring us some blueberries. Bring some blueberry, but appreciate you, you, you so all. much. Chris. God bless you, sir. Thank you very much. Handshake there as I let you get, get past. I like your face mask. I like your face mask. You got, you got a Chris Jones face mask on. All right. No problem. All right. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back more for you we got some news that we want to give to you then alan and i will return back for more of the republican signing day brought to you by americans for prosperity believe in arkansas plus pat davis your health plan man mutilnex law firm and hollinger tax resolution now back to dave ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol all right. Full disclosure, I'm not right in the rotunda. I'm no. about, what is it, about 20 You're, feet from the we're rotunda. We're a rotunda adjacent. Yes. On the uh, house side. We're right here in where we can tunnel. trip people coming down the steps. I am in the tunnel on the house side. Yeah. That's the way I like yeah, to put it for a Yeah, because there's way too much noise in the rotunda. Oh, it's really too much loud. Echo. Lots of, you got to remember that the Capitol is nothing more than one big slab of marble. marble. Yeah. And it is loud, loud, loud. Ms. Brown, how are you today? Well, I'm wonderful. I'm Here. enjoying this, uh, what is it, a candidate uh Filing day. Filing day. Yeah, yeah. Filing We're day. here with uh, Representative Carolyn Brown. Which district are you in? My new district number is 67. See, I didn't like that. I didn't like to change the district numbers, but go ahead. But I'm currently <laughs> in District 41. Okay. You They're were in 41, and now you're in 67. How did they figure that out? They renumbered all the districts. I think they started from the northwest corner and started at 1 and worked their way down. Okay. Well, and Is that they right? Had, and they had a bunch up in the northwest quadrant that they had to start. Yeah. There's yeah. a yeah. ton of them New up there. Uh-huh. Well, a lot of them. because of so much uh, population growth up there. It, well, yes, there yeah. is. There is a bunch. All right, so let me ask, over the, the years now that you've been serving... How many, how many, what, 2012, right? Well, that was, was when I ran JP. in 2012, oh. I ran for JP, but okay. uh, I've been serving in the House since 2015. Yeah, it all runs, it all run, I'm, I'm sorry, but it all runs together it after does. a while. It does, But, uh, okay, so you're, you're talking six years, seven years, getting ready to start seventh year, correct? Yes. What's, uh, you know, what are you most proud of during that time? I'm proud of... Our tax cuts. Okay. I am proud of that. I'm proud of some of the legislation that I've been part of to uh, help our veterans. And I'm really looking forward to doing more to improve education in Arkansas. There you go. I I got her. I, I, I looked at her and said, move up to the mic. Go ahead. So, anyhow, I'm looking forward to doing more to help improve education in Arkansas. I am now on the Education Committee, and, Good. I'm, and I'm happy about that. Um, we're currently going through the, um, what do they call that? Where you, um, the audit? Well, we determine the adequacy. Oh, adequacy, Financial yes. adequacy for 
the schools, um, and this is my first year to be on this committee, so this adequacy process is, is a new thing for me. Okay. So this is like all the stuff about Lakeview and everything. Yes. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember Lakeview well. Yes, I do too. And it, it would be nice. You know what, Bruce? You guys should. You guys should call Bruce Westerman and ask him to come back. You know, because he's up there being a a, a House member and congressman. Uh, and he had a great idea. You remember this? Yeah. He wanted to have all the money follow the students. Yes. And that's that's adequacy at that point, and it's absolutely it's equality. Yes, right. it is, and it's fair. Yes, it's, well, it's, it's it's putting the student first. Well, and and, and what it does, it, it creates a situation where the student is is the the customer. Yeah, you're okay. not beholden to anybody. That's right. That means that the schools <laughs> will have to do well by the customer in uh, in order to keep their business. I think we'd have better schools that way. I yeah. can say without a doubt, we'd have better better but, schools to that part. Dave, I just wanted to say that, you know, the big hot-button issues like tax cuts and stuff, those are the things that make the news. But I have sponsored some lesser um, exciting uh, legislation that I think has really been beneficial. Okay, what do you got? Well, okay, so um, in Arkansas, we can now, um, if you make a a contribution to a child 2-9 education plan... In Arkansas, if your employer wants to enroll with uh, with the state uh, for their 529 plan, they can give up to $500 in matching funds for your child's 529 plan each year. Hmm. Now, that is tax deductible for the employer, but it remains in that beneficiary's account nice. even if the employee changes companies. And it is, uh, it is a... Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but that is—I uh, was looking at this the other night because I have one for my granddaughter. Uh, that that contribution to the 529 plan that is tax deductible from your state taxes, is it not? I don't know that it's deductible from your state taxes. I, I think it may be sheltered from your taxes. Yes. Okay, but but then when the child takes the money out for qualified expenses, right? Then there's, there's no tax. There's no tax. On. tax. That's no. correct. It's not deductible, but there's no tax after. It's not like my 401k when I take yeah. the money out and they take a quarter of it. Right, <laughs> it's, right. It's sheltered. So, so when the, and and honestly, the 529 plan belongs to the child, and that child no, takes no, that no. forward. Does it not? That 529 plan belongs to the owner of the account. Okay. And the owner okay. of the account can change the beneficiary. That's right. And right. and and it is not tax deductible, but you know I need to. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, there's a lot of there's there's tax it's, benefit it's tax to it, no question. Yeah. Is the way they say it that. is tax advantage. Yeah. Was there anything else while I got you in front of the microphone? Well, we did do some things for our 100% disabled our and 70% disabled veterans to Good. allow them their hunting and fishing license for almost free. That's the way it should be, including the deer and duck stamp. There you wow, go. that's or I, really I good. I think those are fifty dollars, which are which is a big savings. Anything we can do for our veterans, we should do. I should have being a veteran. I didn't know I, I was going to talk to you today. I would have uh, clarified my details. Oh, you're all right. There. We'll have you back on. You know, the, we're going to have you back on to talk about what 
what you're running on and things of that nature. But I appreciate you stopping by. Yes. Well, thank, thank you. you. And I'm looking forward to serving more of the people of Jacksonville in my new district. Oh, okay. Oh, goodness. Right. Yeah. Good. All right. Thank you, Dave. We'll let you get out of here. I'm going to move Brant over. He's ready. He's yes, ready to go. We're going to we're going to move you over this way. Good. I'm Good moving afternoon. people down. Move down the track. That's right. And we're Good going afternoon, to- Senator. How are you? Come on, Senator. He's trying to get over. He's coming over. He's pat- patting people on the back. Sit yeah. on down. Sit on down. How you doing, bro? Good to see you again. Good to see you. Yeah, we're gonna put you right there. Yeah, he is. Bullpen. He is next. He's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna be right after. Sorry. No, we're gonna put him on right after you. No, you yeah. get here. We got to We're gonna slide him down in the bullpen. What we're gonna do. Okay. All right, Senator. Good afternoon. Well, I wish it was a senator, no, but I'm. Oh, still I'm sorry, up. Representative. I apologize. But he wants to be a congressman. Yes, in the U.S. House of Representatives. Yeah, district. Yeah. He wants to be in District One. Correct. He's running against Rick Crawford. Right. And evidently there's a third candidate for this position. I don't know anything. I've just heard another man announce. So we'll see. Could be an interesting next few months. Will be an interesting. 90-day sprint. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's going to be for. So you decided to run against Rick Crawford. How come? Back about a year and a half ago, I started getting information from people telling me that they didn't feel that Rick was connected to the district, to the people. They didn't know him. Uh, They knew he was back in the district, but he never shows up for hardly anything. And uh, they just said, Brent, you're everywhere. You tend to be more uh, willing to meet with us and answer our questions. And uh, Rick doesn't do that. And so back in August of this year, or last year, I announced that I would be challenging him for his seat. So let me ask this question. Has, has Congressman Crawford been back in the uh, district more often now that you've announced that you're running for his seat? Well, I don't, I don't think so. The last time I really saw him was at our district meeting at Lyon College uh, last year. But... He uh, and then he was at a veterans event, but while he was speaking to the veterans, he told them he couldn't linger, and he went straight from the podium out the door. He couldn't linger, and he would, and so I had the podium completely to myself, and I, I was the last <laughs> was person mistake. out of the parking lot that night because yeah, people they have questions they want answered, and uh, I've always been willing to do that. Huh? That, well, that's the way you're supposed to be if you're a congressman or a senator. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he either doesn't have answers or he's afraid the answers he gives would just ruffle feathers. Okay. All right. So how, how has the campaign been going thus far? Because I talked to you about this several months ago. Well, and, and in all honesty, uh, I am not going to be able to raise the kind of money that an incumbent has. That's but no surprise. I am outworking him hands down. I bought a new truck about a year and a half ago, and I've already got over 40,000 miles on it. There you go. And I've covered approximately 20 or 21 of the 30 counties in the district, and uh, people are excited. It's more of a grassroots thing. Yeah. And so we've had to 
deal with a different type of political strategy as opposed to me running for a fifth term in the House of Representatives here. All right. So, so how many have you had you had buy a new pair of shoes yet or no, but I'm about to buy a new uh, four new tires for my truck. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna burn. You're gonna burn some shoe leather as well. You got enough helpers for your campaign? Do you? Figure? Well, we got volunteers all over the district, and I'm just telling them, let's wait till we file, and then we'll get busy, even more busy. But uh, people are waking up to the reality that Rick's voting record consistently earns him a D and an F in most scorecards. As a matter of fact, someone told me the other day they, they noticed he's missed over 400 votes since he's been in elected wow. office. That's and not good. It's That's not, not good. good. You know, uh, I'll be at CPAC the rest of this week in Orlando, Florida, and I think it's the first time that I will have ever asked for leave uh, and not be here house even board. during the uh, fiscal session. Well, go have fun at CPAC. That's a great event. Have you I'm been to it to before? Never have. I've been invited, but I always put fiscal and general session right. first. But this year, I just feel like I need to be there, and so my son will be with me, and it'll be the first time Justin and I will have done a father-son trip in 30 years. Well, you tell wow. any talk show host you say there, see there, tell them that Dave Ellswick said hi, because okay. we all know each other. You're talking about Glenn Beck? Oh, Beck, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll tell him hello. Sean Hannity, you. he'll yeah. be there. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm trying to think we'll have all of our Salem hosts there. They'll know Good. who you're talking Good. about. Stop by and say hello to them as well, and Fox News is going to be there. Sure. Yeah. We'll talk to them as well. I'm excited about it. I, You'll have uh, a great time. Yeah. I think there's several members of the Arkansas legislation that have been invited. Some will be there, some won't. But it's always a good time when the folks from Arkansas show up. Well, it always, Absolutely. It always helps better <laughs> Call when, the when, it was yeah. in, when it was in D.C. Because whenever it was in D.C., then the senators, the congressmen, they all came over to be on the show and right. whatnot. But not this time. Have to have, you have to ask Mick, Mickey and Minnie to come on with you. Yeah. See what well, they have to say. If I bump into them, I'll tell them hello tell them from I you, said too. Hello. Yeah, I right. appreciate it. All right, we'll let you go, man. Thank you, Thanks so Thank much you very you. much. And we're going to keep on moving them down. we got right. people that want to talk. Well, I need to get a final break this uh, half hour. Let's do that right now on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back for more of the Republican Signing Day, brought to you by Americans for Prosperity. Believe in Arkansas. Plus, Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Now, back to Dave Ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol. All right, we're continuing on here. Here we go. Back in the rotunda. Here we are again. What's your name, sir? Greg Payne, Dave. I've been on your show before. Stop. I know you've been on my show. I know who you are. We want them to know. I still have. I still have my um, my bumper sticker that oh, yeah. you gave me. Yes, I still. Everybody have should have one of those. Sticker. I've got some more in the truck. Good. How's it going for you? How's how's things uh, shaking out thus far? Uh, it's going well, I think. Um, I've got three Republican uh, opponents for the primary. Wow. I saw one here filing, but that's okay. That's just white noise. I just got to do what I've been doing. Yeah, well, I'm very happy about that. You have stood, uh, stepped forward and helped very much as far as the legalities go 
of fighting some of the craziness that's going on here in the state of Arkansas. Well, speaking of craziness, Dave, I'm, I'm looking over my right shoulder. Yes. And I'm seeing the Lake Hamilton basketball team. Yeah. Oh, okay. Being addressed by the governor. Uh-huh. I have a case pending against Lake Hamilton to get the masks off their kids. And you might know, I know this isn't TV, but you might observe. None of them were wearing a mask. None of them were wearing, ma- wearing a mask. Neither oh is the governor. Oh, my gosh. So I may have, maybe I won that case already, and I don't know about it. Well, I thought you had won that case. No, I, Lake Hamilton's still pending. No, really. It's still it's still out wow. there. and It's amazing. It's like you've had to go one by one by one. You can't get can't get the Supreme Court just to say, no, you well, can't wear those masks. Uh, speaking of which, my case on the Bentonville schools is uh, set for oral arguments on the 10th of March at uh, 10 o'clock. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, very confident we'll be successful in that. And you'll get what you just said. Okay, say, good. They'll say no. Well, that's what has to happen. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's nuts. It is crazy the way we've been doing this in the state. I don't, well, I don't understand. Well, the craziest part about that is that a white-haired gentleman on the, ste- on the steps has taken an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States and the state of Arkansas. But it's, gonna, but it's taking parents to pay, to pay me to go to court. The protection of those rights that we've all taken oaths for. And it must, doesn't mean make sense, does it? Does not. It does not. I agree. Well, and the legislature, they came through. They came through on the mask thing, and then the judge says, "Oh, that don't matter. You guys, sit down, and shut up. What are yeah. you trying to do?" Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that'll that'll You're change. Try, are too. you trying? Are you trying to legislate? Oh no, we can't let you do that. Yeah. One well, guy, one man. Yeah, I know that, but that's the problem with. That's what needs to change also. And i got Carlton Wing sitting here nodding his head. Yeah. Um, that all, all cases against administrative agencies got to be filed in Pulaski County, which is just a buzzsaw to constitutional rights. Yeah. So if you, can, if you can change that and you can file that in the county residence of the petitioner, that'll, that'll change everything. All right. So the only thing that I really wish had happened in the last few uh, – uh, what, what are you telling me? Yeah, I got you. Uh, is, is that – our lawsuit that had been that Dan Sullivan brought forth and that I signed on to, that we, we couldn't take it the distance. That would have been great. Yeah, well, the fundamental law under which we sued was the Emergency Services Act. Right. And they changed that last minute and kind of pulled the rug out from under me, and we decided to call it a day because, uh, you know, the, the governor, if you might notice, the governor hadn't declared emergency since that time because it calls the, the legislature back in session, and he doesn't dare do that. But what he's doing through through a, a, a corporation and schools are mandating vaccines and masks indirectly rather than directly. So, but we're dealing with that at one district. At I'm time. just telling you, we would have won that case. We would have, yeah, I know. That would yeah. have been great. That, that would have been, been that would have been a landmark decision for us. I know. All right. So, how are you anyway. doing money wise? You need help. I do need help. Um, anybody? I mean, I'm on I'm on Facebook. Well, if you guys you guys getting your checkbooks out? No, no. no. <laughs> No. Okay, there's the problem. I don't even have my checkbook. <laughs> so everybody, everybody, everybody pats me on the back. My wife no, is not here with the checkbook. I can tell you everybody that. Everybody right is willing to pat me on the back, but not willing to reach into their back pocket. But uh, but it's going. I mean, I've got my uh, got my filing fee, and we're filed today, and we're ready. We're ready to go. We're ready to uh, address any and all comers, whether they be Republican or Democrat. All right, I, sir. I couldn't care less. Well, we want to. I, I want to see you here next year. I want to see you here next year. You'll be a great addition. Carlton would like to have you as a seatmate. He would like that. Just, just have a, lot of, a lot of turn on. Yeah, turn it on. 
Okay, I'm going to turn it on. You can jump in there, Carl. Is there a little button there? Okay. There's no button. There we go. There we go. I got you. How about now? That was more me. Yeah, we'll have a lot of turnover. There's a lot of folks that are either moving on, moving out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a very vibrant house next term. Yeah, all of them are running for lieutenant governor, I think. Yeah, that's so. what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why the turnover. That's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> we've already, 96 last I counted. Yeah, we've had a couple of them yeah. thus far on the, on the show today. So what do you think of this signing day kind of stuff? Yeah, it's, a, it's an event for sure. I mean, it took me about an hour to get through line, I think. Um, it's something I think I, I'll, I'll experience and I want to experience once. I don't know that I do it again. So next yeah. time I'll wait day two, day three. Yeah. But I'll, nah, I'll see. Nah, you want to come today? Do I? <laughs> you know, yeah. today is the day. It's the action yeah. and the excitement. Well, of you know, plus Dave's here today, so. But they yeah. need to have drinks right. and sandwiches or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I will look. I won't be back the rest of the week. Now they won't be here until what is it? Friday? I think they're going to be here Friday. So yeah. I, I, I won't be here for Friday. I'm done after today. Well, all right, I'll yeah. come for, if you come didn't come over and sign up today, you missed your chance. Yeah, well, to be on day. It was, uh, it was definitely worthwhile. It was yeah. an experience, uh, of course, the Capitol building is beautiful and the, everybody's nice. And it gets you, yeah. Right now, they're nice they're to nice. you. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. A year from now, not so much, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I anticipate aggravating some people in the legislature, like I've been aggravating the governor for a year and a half. You've been doing good. Yeah. You keep well, up the good it. work. Okay. You'll be on my show anytime you want. Oh, thank you, Dave. You just call me. All, All right. right. All right. Thank I'll you, let sir. you go because we're out of time. Let's take a break. And then Carlton Wing, I've been holding him up and holding him up, and his wife is probably yeah. getting pissed at me, but yeah. I'm going yeah. to put him on next yeah. here then, uh, on, on the Dave Ellsworth Eddie show. Joe Williams then, right up in the, bat, in the batter's box. This is him. my former mayor who's getting ready to come yeah. up here in just a moment here right. on the Dave Ellsworth show. We'll be back in just a moment from the Capitol talking to all the politicals here. Yeah. Two hours in, we got one hour to go here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Dave Ellswick Show, live from the rotunda of the Arkansas State Capitol for Republican Signing Day, brought to you by Americans for Prosperity, Believe in Arkansas, plus Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Let's join Dave and all his guests. All right, back at the rotunda, well, kind of, we're over, we're out here, okay, I'm going to get you on before today, all right? She's got to go. Oh, you got to run? 
right. I'm talking. I'm I'm talking to the greatest conservative woman in the state of That's Arkansas. Right. All right. That's right. Uh, Representative Lundstrom. Yeah. Yep. Robin Lundstrom. She can't be with us today. I'll get that taken care of the next time yeah. around. All right. Representative Wing is here. Hello. I was worried a few months ago that one of my other favorite legislators was going to get screwed out of a seat. They tried to screw you out of a seat. We made it dramatic, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, it was dramatic. But, I mean, that never should have happened. Never should have happened. Are you glad that it's, I mean, it's been over for a while. But still, you had to fight tooth and nail to hold on to your seat. We did, and uh, we're grateful that we're back and had the opportunity to be able to uh, do some more good things. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're there. Carson, you. you do a good job. I yeah, he does. You does do, a great you job. You do a good job, and, and you're one of those guys that pays attention to the minutia. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's important. It is important because it's the minutia that will get you. Yeah. yeah the details that will bite you in the butt. Yeah. You, are exactly, you are exactly right. And, you you know, I'm, I'm glad. And you make yourself available all the time to do, do, do the thing. And there goes, there goes Sarah. Sarah Huckabee is yeah. making her way through. That's right. Makes sense that she would do that right yeah. now. That's that's why the TV camera showed up. Yeah, she's going to be. <laughs> there goes Mike Huckabee right now too. Yeah, it's her dad. And that's happening for because she understands. She you know when she wins the governorship and she's going to win the governorship. Yep. I have no yep. doubt about it at all. Yep. And when she wins, she's going to be the most popular governor ever elected in the state of Arkansas. And how, does that make it tough for you guys, do you think? Not no, at all? You not don't at think all. so? No, no, no. Good conservative voices is good for Arkansas. It, it, bleeds, it goes all the way down. So it's, uh, it, it blends in very nicely. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because we talked to Ballinger about that, and he said, you know. Ballinger's that, looking forward to he's it. He's looking forward to yeah. it as well. Yeah. Do you, do you feel that you'll be able to get even more conservative legislation through yeah, i do I, I can sense a change but one of the things that's happening is we've got people who can articulate why conservative government is good yeah and, and that's, that's important yeah that's important we have to win that that public opinion because we don't we, the media is never going to be on our side and so for us to be able to articulate why conservative government brings more prosperity to more people in a faster time than any other form of government we've come up with that's a good thing well, here's what I've always said about Republicans. Sometimes they get it right as far as the narrative goes, but a lot of times they get it wrong. Yeah. Because let me tell you what, if somebody's offering you a full loaf of bread and you come around and say, well, wait, I'll give you a half a loaf of bread, which one do you think they're <laughs> going to take? They're yeah. going to take the full loaf of bread. Democrats give everything away. Well, you guys... But you don't need to figure out, and, and, and I think you have and others, that that's, that's not the winning argument. Well, and, and this goes into also educating our kids about civics, because when money was being handed out over the last couple of years, um, a lot of people thought that was a wonderful thing. We're paying the price now with a tax increase in the form of inflation. Yep. And it's a tax on the poor. It is a very regressive tax. Yes, it and is. And people need to understand that the cause and effect of economic principles are true no matter who pushes the button. And now we've got inflation at, a, at you know, we're looking at 40 years was the last time we saw this as the re- reverb of the Carter administration. I remember jimmy carter yeah <laughs> that's sad that i'm saying i'm that old i'm as old as dirt but the bottom line is i i was in the military when jimmy carter was president and i remember being on food stamps because they didn't pay me enough and then i remember when 
when Ronald Reagan came in, the first thing he gave is a 10% increase to military members on their pay, and I didn't have to be on food stamps anymore. felt great when I didn't have to be on food stamps as far as that was concerned. So anyway, bottom line is uh, I think we have the better narrative. We do. And we need people that that's exactly what they can do is to get out and not – you. Know, there's no reason to be ashamed of a narrative that we have. No. It's a successful narrative. It is a successful it narrative. It works. Yeah. It's successful as jobs go. It's successful as race goes. I mean, it, not the Democrat Party that's taking care of all of the, the racial uh, changes that we've had in this nation. It's been Republicans. That's correct. I mean, we need to get people to understand that they Lyndon Baines Johnson sold everybody that somehow he was a great emancipator and not more than 10 years before that when he was the head of the Senate he had shot down everything Eisenhower wanted to do as far as race relations went exactly right and when you take his war on poverty which was the impetus behind all of that we were at 14.8 percent of a poverty rate in 1965 and here we are 50 years later, over 50 years later, and we've dropped that rate to 14.6, and we've spent $20 trillion-plus doing yeah. it. So, obviously, that was not the right path to pull us out of poverty. Yeah, when I think of Johnson, I, I think of don't don't fold, spindle, or mutilate. <laughs> yeah. Because the I, big fold, IBM things, they always had all those cards that they have had to force into the computers at that, that time. Yeah. What are you hoping on for the? Or do you have a? Do you have somebody challenging you in your district? We will. I'm not sure who yet, but th- we always do, and that's that. That comes with the territory. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'll beat any any Democrat that runs against yeah. you. We, we still got your website that. up. The website's up. What, what's the website? CarltonWing.com. Okay. That's where they can go to, to they donate. Can, they can come to donate right. and learn more. And uh, got to get the money in. Yeah, we, we do. We do. <laughs> but it, if you want your your representative to be somebody that hunts and fishes and stuff, this is your man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, this is the man right here. When you see him on television and he's got a broke shotgun over his shoulder, <laughs> that's because he really always he killed some ducks. <laughs> yeah, we, we loves us some Arkansas outdoors. Got, got that Benelli over his over his shoulder. I got yeah. I got to love it. Thanks so much, Carl. Right. Thank you for giving me much. a few moments. You bet. Appreciate right. it. You Thanks waited for all a you long do. time to be on, well, and I'll have you back yeah. on more than as many times as you need to be on. Okay. So thanks for what Thank you, you, sir. Thank okay. you, sir. Okay, I'm going to take right. a real quick break, and then Eddie yeah. Joe Williams, who has been waiting patiently, yeah, all and, afternoon. Well, he used to do that when he was my mayor, but we'll be back and talk more about that with him when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back for more of the Republican Signing Day, brought to you by Americans for Prosperity, Believe in Arkansas, plus Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Now, back to Dave Ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol. I'm here. We're doing our thing. we got 45 minutes left, Alan. Oh, my goodness. We have talked to a lot of people. we got a lot more people that we want to talk to before we call it a day. Eddie Joe Williams is here. He is running for the Secretary of State position. He's been mayor. Full full disclosure, he has been my mayor. Yeah. He's been my state senator. Yeah. And now I want to be your next Secretary of State. Yeah, that's that's what he wants to be. That's right. He thinks that's a promotion. Well, he, yeah. And I'm I'll also, take it. And, I'll take and, it. And he's done well at all the positions that he has held. I mean, 
when he left as state senator, he went to work for uh, the president of the United States. They sent him over to Puerto Rico, tried to build, to re recover their grid. electrical grid over there. Right. Did you get very far? Well, we thought we did, but I think after we left, the progress has probably stalled over, to be honest with you. It's a long effort. The federal government owns the electrical system in Puerto Rico. Perfect example. The government does not need to own a utility. Absolutely So not. we wrote we wrote the legislation to, uh, to uh, privatize it. But it's, Didn't go it, anywhere. It's, it's not went anywhere. So. Okay. You know, a while ago, Dave, you were, you were talking about Jimmy Carter. Oh, God. I'm told. That's I'm, a nightmare. I'm told that him and Roslyn every morning toast each other for, <laughs> for Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's out I of the can, basement yeah, now. He's, he's, no yeah. longer, he's no longer the worst no longer president the worst. of the United States. Completely out of the basement. Well, I also heard that. He's thinking about rerunning for president again because he's still got one term he could serve. Yeah, well, good for him. Yeah, good he'll, for him. It's going to be a duke we'll out between him and Hillary. Would, we'll see how he feels in, in two and a half years. I would yeah. encourage him to run if he wants Yeah, to. that's true. So. I would, too. So why the Secretary of State? Well, to be honest with you, there were some things that uh, happened along the way that caused me some, some distress, if you would. Uh, I spent almost 40 years with the railroad. Logistics is what I did. And um, Secretary of State requires a lot of logistics. You're voting all over the state of Arkansas, and it requires somebody with that management skill. And I just feel like we can do a better job. Uh, I'm a physical conservative. There's no question about that, but, you know, as far as budgets and so forth. So um, threw my hat in the ring. Okay. What are you, what are you seeing that... That worries you fiscally about the Secretary of State's office. As I was telling you you guys a minute ago, uh, just the silly stuff like this $800 coffee pot, a $6,000 special door to the Secretary's office, $1,400 chair, not one, but I think six. Uh, it just goes on and on, and, and those are tax dollars. They're precious. And uh, I'll guard against that closely. Uh, I promise you, uh, you know, I've been accused of making Lincoln recite the Gettysburg Address before I turn him loose. Okay. You know, I, I've got a reputation of being pretty tight. So I promise you I'll come in, and uh, that's something that we'll take a close look at. All right. So the question uh, for you is, you know, when you go up, I mean, John Thurston, people like him. He's a nice guy, you know. Here's the difference between John and I. Okay. Big difference, and it's is, – uh, John has no management experience to speak of. It's like I said, that's been almost 40 years. And when you talk about logistics, about able to affect every county in this state simultaneously and get it right, you know, you were talking to previous guests about his election. Yeah, Carlton it, Wing. Yeah, Carlton Wing almost got beat, and there was a lot of questions around that race. I'm going to tell you, if there's voter fraud, I don't care how small it is, they need to be, to the extent of the law, help accountable. Yeah, prosecute. To the extent of the law. Yes. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's just one or two. That's exactly what we've said. Well, it's just a minor infraction or it's just a small issue. There is no small issue when it comes to voter fraud. I'm convinced it's as close to treason as it can come when you start talking about, you know, our ability and our right to vote and get it right and get it honestly. Now, the legislature has done a good job. They have. As far as, you know, bringing back a, uh, getting our voting set up for integrity of, of the vote. 
But that also includes machines and everything else that has to be done. You know, is there anything that you would do differently as far as that's concerned? Here's here's what I will do. This past session when they passed all the, the voter laws that's associated with voting, I don't know as one time the secretary sat down and gave his opinion on one bill. In my opinion, he's the closest one to it. He is the chief election officer of the state of Arkansas. I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with elected officials here, absolutely pass the best laws that can be passed. I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced there was one, one issue that, that the Secretary of State did um, endorse, and that was online voter registration. I am not for anything online. If they, can shut a, 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 if they can shut a pipeline down on the East Coast, if they can get into Pentagon's website and their computer, they can get in our records. They can get in the voting system. I'm not for anything online when it comes to voting. Okay. All right. You got questions? Uh, he answered uh, most of them. How do you feel about uh, <laughs> how do you feel about special elections? There you go. Well, I was one that carried uh, several pieces of legislation. One of them was school boards. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. Hate you I'll, up, didn't I'll they? never forget that day. I still have people that hate my guts because I said, if you're going to run a school board election, yeah. it needs to run on the general election. Yeah. Right. It just makes sense. It does make sense. They said, well, it's only twenty or $30,000, and it's school money that pays for it. No, it's tax dollars tax at dollars, the end yeah. of the day. So, no, I'm, uh, I'm the one, and I know when you put a special election near a, an election or on the election days, You've got to do a better job explaining it. Yeah. So yeah. from the Secretary of State's office, of course, those are pretty much dictated by the law for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My job is to make sure the law is administered evenly across the state, right. and I'll do my very best at that. You look to have more uh, training for the people who are doing our elections? It's funny you say that. I cr- I've, I've crossed the state several times. As a matter of fact, I'm about to leave and go to Rogers, Arkansas, and I'm getting constant wow. feedback from clerks. They said, we make a phone call, we can't get an answer. Here's the dilemma. It's 745 on election night. Yeah. Everybody wants the answer. They want to right. know what's the results. Am I elected? And then you've got a problem you need to resolve. You need to be able to pick up the phone, call the Secretary of State's office, and get an answer that night. And I told the clerk, one in particular last night was in Harrison. I said, you may make that phone call. If they don't answer, here's my card. And I give her my card. I said, I'm the second person that you need to call. Right. That won't happen many times in my administration. I promise you, training is an issue. I've heard it from from the election commissioners all the way down to the clerks. Uh, we'll have a division, and that's all they do. All right. All right. Eddie, thanks it's for coming by. good to by. be here. Thank you. It's good to see you. Yep. I mean, you have been on my show for almost a total of 21 years that I've been on the air. I'm not going to say hundreds of times, but many times. Yes. Many times you would yeah. come to the Tasty Freeze up at Cabot. That's right. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. even exist anymore. I'd swing through, get an ice cream cone, and go yeah. on the radio. And, and a bison burger. A bison burger. <laughs> <laughs> have that, too. Eddie, thank you very much thank for you, coming Thank by. you, sir. See you, Alan. And good luck on your campaign. Thank oh, you. Oh, by the way, you got a website you want people to go to? GoEddieJoe.com. GoEddieJoe.com. Go. That's okay. pretty simple. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's bring on. Let's bring on somebody else here. He's looking to be a state senator. Dave, so you know, uh, you know, one of the ways to get that that uh, election situation taken care of is to uh, don't certify the uh, the results unless you have a certain percentage of the vote of the electorate. 
you know, you would think people 15, 20, 25 percent minimum. You, you know, know what, what I mean? I'm saying? People should have figured that out by by now. Yeah. All right. We got another person bellying up to the bar here That's on right. the Dave Ellswick show. And uh, Will, why don't you tell everybody what you're looking to run for? Well, hey, Dave, thanks for having me on. So yeah. my name is Will Cheatham. I am running for State Senate District 12. Which is? So that's here in Little Rock. It's uh, all of Little Rock, about uh, south of 630, goes into North Little Rock, out to Burns Park, and then uh, south of, out to the airport, and then all the way down to the southeast Pulaski <laughs> County. That's a big area. It yeah. is. It is a, yeah. It's a large district. Pretty it covers a lot of territory. All right. So why? Why state senator? So I'm running for state senate because... I feel like it is really my duty uh, to step up for my generation to really carry us into the future, carry Arkansas into the future. I will let you know that he is by no means even 40 years old yet. <laughs> that, that, is, yeah. that is true. Wait, I, wait, you see what generation we're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, 40, no. Um, so I'm running for state senate because... After I got back from uh, Washington, I lived in Washington for a little while, I saw from the uh, generations ahead of me, um, particularly on the left, um, what can happen if that goes unchecked. And so I think that uh, it's, it's up, to, up to me and up to my generation to be able to make sure that uh, things stay in line and things stay the way they ought to be, especially here in Arkansas. All right. Who's the state senator in that district at this time? The incumbent is a Democrat, Linda Chesterfield. Okay. Boy, that's going to be a tough nut to crack. It's going to be a tall order, but, you know, it's, uh, it's a necessary one. And that's what I've been, uh, that's what I've been telling people. I, uh, I realize it's going to be a lot of work, but uh, I'm here to work hard, and I'm here to work hard for it. All right. What are some things statewide that stick out to you that need to be changed? So I am very concerned about our election security. I'm very concerned about critical race theory in the schools. Um, I want to make sure that our Kansans are not being uh, misled and their voices are being heard. And that's, that's a, a, big, a, big, uh, a big problem I see with allowing things like uh, critical race theories in our school is that these narratives are being used not even for educational purposes or for good purposes, and, and that's really veering, uh, veering our Kansas off the path. And so I want to make sure things like that are staying in check. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. There's a lot of false narratives out there now. You know, I, when I was uh, working in D.C., I was working uh, in the FBI, and uh, I saw a lot of narratives, especially. So I was at FBI headquarters during uh, basically all of the Trump presidency. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, 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 indeed. And I saw the uh, – so it, and the Russia investigation really stemmed from a couple of uh, folks that worked, uh, worked within us at the time. Uh, and I saw those individuals – putting out all of these false narratives, uh, that narratives that they didn't even really care about, or I don't even think that they believed that were true. And so that's the danger whenever these sorts of uh, folks, especially on the left, are being allowed to uh, perpetuate things that not even they believe in. All right. So what is your website that people can get a hold of? Because to make your 
dream happen, you're going to have to have some money. I've got to have some money. I've got to get on the ballot. We're in crunch time. Uh, my website is www.willcheatham.com, but that's Will with one L. So I realize it's a tall order, but I've got to get on the ballot. Um, it's got to happen, so I need uh, I need all the support I can get. All right. I appreciate Good. you stopping by. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I, it's uh, um, so you didn't sign up today yet? I have not. I've okay. not, not filed today. Okay. No. So I, uh, I'm going to need some help to do that. All right. All right. Okay. I appreciate you coming by. Thanks Thank so you, much Will. for Thanks having me. Thanks so much. All right. I'll let you go. All right. We got uh, news coming up here in just about 15 seconds. I believe at 2.30 that means that Bill O'Reilly will be joining us here on uh, uh, The Answer. So let's find out what Bill has to say at 2.30. Then we'll come back and finish up the last 25 minutes of the show from the Capitol. You buy Americans for Prosperity. Believe in Arkansas. Plus, Pat Davis, your health plan man, Mulinex Law Firm, and Hollinger Tax Resolution. Now, back to Dave Ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol. I can't tell you how cool it is, seriously, to sit here in the capitol and do a show. Yeah, it's awesome. It I is, love it's doing It's a this. lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, sign-up day is a fun day. I promise you that next year, when we have the General Assembly back in full force again right. and all their regalia, that I will be here from... Oh, around 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Because I have missed that, hugely being in the mornings. It doesn't pay off to show up here at 6 a.m. It does not. No, there's nobody there's here. There's nobody here. <laughs> nobody wants to talk to me. Nope. <laughs> and they don't want to get up to talk to me. John Thurston, Secretary of State, joins us now here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We want to get him on and talk with him. John, how is the, the uh, re-election bid going? It's going well. Uh, good response, you know, across the state and, uh, you know, just running on the successes that uh, my administration has, has had uh, during the first term. And uh, and there's a lot of them. It's just talk hope. about a few. Let's do it. Them. All right. So, you know, the main thing, obviously, is an election integrity. And that's something that uh, I hope every secretary of state would focus on. But here in Arkansas, along with the General Assembly, we uh, we, had, we were ranked fourth in the nation, according to the National uh, Heritage Foundation, in election integrity. And so that's good news for Arkansas. Yes, it is. And I can't speak to the other states that had the issues uh, in the presidential election. I wasn't there. But I know in Arkansas, uh, with the exemption of, of uh, a few instant, uh, issues in some counties, uh, we had a great election overall statewide. And that's important. And, and, you know, the, the thing is, you want that integrity from the, the biggest race to the smallest race. That's right. You know, and here's something, you know, people, when we talk about the election being stolen, whether it was, wasn't, everybody's debating that on both sides. But when you look at the states that had those irregularities, it's the states that had new systems and procedures, policies in place due to COVID. When COVID came on the scene, it was an opportunity for the left to just change elections. Read that mail-in ballots. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and that's what happened in a lot of these states, but people, people don't realize that here in Arkansas, we didn't see that. We, there were lawsuits here, but thank the Lord for the wisdom of God that when I did a... Uh, a statement and that it never saw the light of day in court and a lot of folks 
think, well, we must not have saw that uh, those lawsuits here in Arkansas, but we did, but they never saw the light of day in court because of uh, a position that I took um, when that lawsuit was filed, and the judge said, well, hey, the secretary said these systems that we have in Arkansas are adequate and threw it out. So good news. Well, John, John, let me ask this question of you, and, and that is when people do cheat, all right, there's people now that make honest mistakes, but there's people who cheat. That's right. And if we count, if we catch the people who cheat, should the, should the law be a little bit more harsh on them sure. than what it is right now? Yes, I would say absolutely. Um, you know, elections the bedrock of our republic. There's three parts to what make up an election, and this is just my opinion. Someone could argue this, but you have the human side, the people that actually work the election. You have the technology side, the, the, the voting equipment and tabulators and so forth. And then you have the legislative side, the laws that govern um, the elections. And so legislatures, they've done a great job over the years. I think we have really solid election laws. I think there's some things we can do to tighten it up. However, I, I, the technology, you know, there's audits uh, performed on those machines. There's lots of checks and balances and so forth. So I have confidence in the equipment that we have. So where would the mistakes typically take place? And it's on the, the human side. And that's why I encourage people to become poll workers, become poll watchers, run for county clerk, uh, our election commissioners, because they really are the ones that really uh, perform the elections. Well, I, I got to tell you, you've done a good job. Well, we had that. some problems before you came to office. There's I no doubt that. about that. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been doing my show when Democrats controlled this office for right. a long, long time. Right. And I always had questions about some of the things that were going on in it. Uh, but I haven't had those questions with you. Yeah. Well, it's gone well. And, I, you know, I know we're in campaign season, and uh, there's a lot of things that, are, that can be said yeah. during a campaign, and, and some might be misleading, some might just be blown up just a little bit. Regardless of the outcome, I, I am confident that Arkansans and, and the history books will look back on my administration, what, no matter how long it is, and say he did a good job. And, you really got to search long and hard to find someone that would disagree because, in my opinion, nothing's broken. Uh, it's gone really well. Yeah, it has. You'll be uh, at our town hall meeting. You We've bet. already talked to you about that. You bet. Eddie Joe has said that he's going to be there, too. Alan, of course, is going to be asking the questions. I've taken my – everybody knows on my show that I don't, I don't choose people that I will tell people I'm going to vote for during the – the primary. I think that's up to the voters. That's right. my, get, my goal right now is to get everybody on and let them say what they believe and what they want to do and let the cards fall where they may. That's right. And, yeah. we, and we're going to do that. First one coming up on the 10th of March, and that's going to be for lieutenant governor. And that's going to – that may be a Downey Brook before – You may need more time on it that. It may be all, yeah. It may be kind of, kind of crazy <laughs> as far as that. Yeah. Anything that you have on, on mind that you want to do if you win a second term? Well, this a constitutional office, I don't get to lay out the laws or even define the job description. The job description is defined by law and by the Constitution. Right. So the main thing is to do my job 
and to do it well and, and fulfill my statutory responsibility. That's the main thing, which is not flashy or sexy. You know, you just do your job. But there are a couple of things that we are focusing on is uh, we want to uh, overhaul the uh, election uh, financial reporting or the financial reporting system that we have. It's really outdated. There's a lot of folks that are frustrated with that. And also the, uh, the system uh, for the business commercial service division where uh, businesses file uh, their, their LLCs, nonprofits, corporations. That whole system needs to be overhauled uh, and upgraded as well. So those are some of the, the Amen. things. Amen. Hey, see, I get a lot of amens on that one. But, I hey, all had to take, deal all with it, that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So we are, uh, we're, we're in that process now. we got some RF, uh, RFPs out that are out right now for the, uh, the financial reporting system, and we hope to be able to present to the legislature, hopefully within the next month, um, a vendor that we think will uh, – good deal so wish we had okay. more time to talk but i know you you've, you've got another gentleman yeah well we'll we'll get you back on you bet you got you got any there's a microphone for you anytime you I'll, want it you know that i'll I'll, call, I'll give you a call okay I'll come back i appreciate you yes, thanks sir. so much john thurston Thank you, secretary john. of state we got uh, one more segment coming up alan kerr so happy to hear that we're finally wrapping it up today <laughs> yeah. uh, we will come back and we have another guest for you in just a moment i just saw missy irvin irvin walk by saying hello to us as well but uh, we'll be back we've got more to talk about here on the dave ellswick show back for more of the republican signing day brought to you by americans for prosperity believe in arkansas plus pat davis your health plan man mulinex law firm and hollinger tax resolution now back to dave ellswick in the rotunda of the state capitol all right Final segment today. Yay. Three hours. Three, three hours <laughs> of, of covering as many people as we can. And I think we've done a pretty good job. We did a really task. good job. We've got a, we've, we'd had we a good did about spread. six an hour. Yeah. That's yeah. not bad. Not I bad. think that's really, really good. 18 people in a, in a three-hour span is good. And that allows Matt Brown to join us. Yeah. He's a JP right now. Matt's, Matt's batting bat cleanup. Yeah. Well, Dave, thank you so much for having me on your show again, and I feel honored to be your uh, last guest today. Yeah, it's good. It's good to, to have you here with us. So let's go ahead and just start off uh, mm-hmm. from the... <laughs> Who is this little guest you have yeah, with you, Matt? So this is my little girl. Her name's Anna. She's five years old, and she... Uh, of course, y'all were able to see this, but she took advantage of me being distracted by waiting for my turn on the yeah, radio. Yeah, picked your wallet clean. To get my wallet out of my pocket, <laughs> and not only take the dollar bills, but then she went for the 20s. Of course she did. I put a stop to that. Anna, yeah, well, that'll work for a while. You're, you're five years old, right, Anna? Yeah, she she gives me a, a quick yes. Yes, five years old. Yeah, they can't uh, they can't hear your head shake on the radio. Can you say I'm five years old? How old are you, Anna? Five. You're five. Yeah, she's doing all right. Her sister, who's three, kind of freaking out at all the people around here. Yeah. Do you think it's kind of interesting all the people that are here today? Have you ever seen a big crowd like this? No. no? Okay. Are you wanting to run for office in the future? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're looking. We're looking at a, at a future Senate pro tem right here. <laughs> she goes no. Well, hey. I always joke that my goal is to put her into doctor, senator, lawyer school. So there you go. So Matt, you tell us how are, how's the uh, how's the race going? Well, my race up in Faulkner County is going fantastic. I've gotten so much support from the community. I've, I've actually been really humbled. 
Um, it has been an incredible experience so far, and of course now it's just now really officially getting started with the filing today. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's going very well. Yeah, it's been going slow right up until today. Now it becomes a sprint. Exactly. Are all of your days full now from now on? Uh, pretty much between uh, meeting with folks and, of course, you know, you've got an event you have to go to every night, uh, and then you've got to squeeze in some uh, meeting with the voters in between that. It's a, it's definitely a full-time job. Yep. And I'll just be honest, I couldn't do it if it weren't for my wife because she's having to pick up all the slack that I'm not there to get for her. <laughs> and, uh, and so without her, I couldn't do this. All right. Anna's doing a good job. Yeah. She's taking good care well, of you. I can tell you from experience, if your family's not 100% in, you're not going to win. Yeah. So it looks like they are. I call, I call Anna my deputy uh, campaign manager here. There you go. Mark Johnson just walking by. I shake yeah. hands all day long when I come over here. So good to see everybody. I said, like I told everybody, we saw Miss Irvin. She, yeah. she was on her way. We saw Robin Lundstrom. She was, she couldn't come on today. She's one of my all-time favorite legislators right now. I don't think you, if if you get into the state house, that's somebody I want you to say, take me under your wing. Absolutely. She's a real yeah. conservative. She is truly a real conservative. Matt, what are some of the things that you think you're going to have to be dealt with? Well, you know, I keep hoping. You know, one thing that voters talk to me about is, is they're all about, they want to talk about the mask mandate and vaccine mandates. And maybe it's me being optimistic, but I just really hope that this COVID mess is over by then. I really do. It's been three years now, and we've got to have a light at the end of the tunnel. But, yeah. Um, but I can see that if the COVID's still around, I think that could be another issue because, um, you know, we've got a midterm coming up, and I think that the other side is going to milk it for all it's worth because, as I uh, can't remember the gentleman who said it, but never let a good crisis go to pass, and that's what the Democrats have done with COVID. Now, yeah. Rahm Emanuel. Yep. 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 Yeah. He, he, he stated it. That's the way the Democrats look at it. They never let anything go past that can be considered. And if it's not a crisis, they'll make it a crisis. Exactly. Oh, yeah. They'll go out of their yeah, way to make will. things crisis. Yeah. They'll uh, they'll open the front door of the jails and let, let half of the people go, yeah. so they make you think you got to have uh, uh, some more taxes to cover it. Exactly. Let everybody come by. Well, Matt, I'm a just. Where do people go to to donate to your campaign? Well, uh, of course, if they want to reach out to me. It's uh, Matt Brown for Arkansas on Facebook, and we've got some online donations set up. Um, and of course, uh, if anybody wants to uh, reach out to me through Facebook, I uh, I will be honest with you. I actually don't Facebook. My wife handles that for me. Okay, yeah, mine I'm, does too. That's I don't Facebook. I'm one of the uh, few people my age I know that has has held off on uh, joining the uh, the Facebook crowd. But uh, uh, but yeah, reach out to me on Facebook, and uh, and and we do appreciate the support. And uh, it's. It's been a humbling experience. With so many yeah. people reach out to me, they're behind me. I've had so many uh, representatives and senators reach out and say that they're behind me, and that's that's very encouraging. And I really look forward to the folks I'll get to work with down here next year. All right, good deal. I'm going to let right, you sir. slide. Yeah. I'm just so Colonel Reynolds has come yeah. by. Yeah, let me so duck I'm out gonna, for him. I'm going to yeah. try to throw him in here. Matt, thank you very much for coming by here uh, on the on the Dave Ellswick show. We appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> and we got Colonel Conrad Reynolds. Colonel Conrad Reynolds running for District 2 Congressman. How are you, sir? I am doing great. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, looking I, good. I've been just sitting here. Yeah, I get power washed. I look all right. <laughs> I look all right. Yeah. I, they just had to hang me up and dry me before I got here today. And you got a good sidekick here, Alice. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, my gracious. Alan, 
I wanted to let you know that I have put a, a, a word into uh, Congressman Hill uh-huh. uh, and told him that I would like to do a, a town hall. And uh, if he says yes, then I will contact you and let you know what that date will be. All right. Let me know. Let you get up on stage and, and answer questions with him. I would love to. I okay. would love to. Yeah. It would be yeah. great. It'd be, it, it, would be, it would be fun to, to say uh, the, the, you know, the least. That would be fun. Right, right, right. How's right. it going? How's the, it's, how's it's, the, how's it's going great. Run? It's going great. I'll make a prediction. 60-40. What about that? 60-40? Yeah, we're going to take him 60-40. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and, and you can mark that down right now. Write it down. And then um, uh, we're going to see what happens. Okay. But, but we feel uh, the people of central Arkansas, they're simply tired of being told one thing and, and uh, folks going up to D.C. and doing something else. I've heard it. If I haven't heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. And um, nothing against Mr. Hill personally, but I'm telling you, it's time for him to go. The rhinos have got to go. That's why I got this here. Oh, you got no I saw that. You got no rhinos No, it's a rhino. No, no, it's rhino remover. Oh, that's a rhino remover. It's a rhino remover. So we're going to remove the rhinos. And people know that's what we've got in Congress right now. Okay. So if people want to give to your campaign, where do they go? Go to electconrad.com, electconrad.com. And uh, if you want to answer, ask a question, you can call my uh, campaign cell phone. It's 501-339-9000. But I want people to know, please go um, make a donation. Um, read my platform. You're going to see that if you really want to change, and really want to change, uh, and get a conservative in there, that would be me. I'll be the first congressman, by the way, that's going to be part of the Freedom Caucus. Not one of our congressmen are part of the Freedom Caucus. I'll be the first. All right. I got to ask you one last question. You can ask it. If you if you were in Congress right now, what would you say to President Biden for the way he's handling Putin? It's too little, too late. We should have done it a lot earlier. We should have sent the message a lot earlier, and he didn't. They blinked. They hesitated, and so at this point, there's very little he's going to be able to do at this point. Yeah, he's in trouble. It, 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 very, very little. So, yeah. and, and um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, Putin is unpredictable. He's always has been. Except when Trump was in, we knew he wouldn't do anything when Trump was That's there. That's true. That's yeah. true. And uh, but but when you get a weak president and you have a weak Congress, this is what you can expect around the world. Well, maybe he'll take his shirt off again. Uh, maybe. I hope not. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see. <laughs> Nobody it. wants to see that. Nobody wants to see it. But Dave, All thanks right, for so having me. I'm going to have right. you back on here in the near future. Yeah. yeah the yeah. 90 day sprint has begun today. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, we're excited. I uh, heard really. the gun earlier, so I'll be seeing you down the road right. here. Thanks a lot, David. Appreciate it. Appreciate Take care you. Thank you. Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan. Senator Dan Sullivan yeah. is here with us. Uh, probably our last guest today. Yeah, we're trying to uh, trying to get in as many people as we can yeah. before the day is over with. How's it Sorry. going there, sir? How are you today? Don't don't hang yourself up. I'm choking. <laughs> Other way around. Other way around. There, there you, you go. go. Now you're on. Oh, almost. It's under your collar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the headphones ate. Got you taken care of. Yeah. Now. There we go. I thought I was going to die right there. there you <laughs> how are so you? Life how are you doing, eyes. sir? I'm doing great, thank you. Just uh, it's like opening day. It is opening yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I just said, the gun went off, and now the 90-day sprint begins. There you go. I'm excited and uh, just really appreciate what you've how you've helped me in my election campaigns and uh, appreciate what you do for the citizens about sharing the words and sharing the messages. I've always figured out that the more information you can give the voter, the better it is. Yeah. And I, I try to, I try to do it. Look, we had Chris Jones on 
he's a Democrat who's mm-hmm. running for governor. So mm-hmm. we we allow that come on. They came over and asked, "Could he come on?" I said, "Yes, absolutely." And yeah, that's what you've kind of been known for. It's just helping inform people and asking the tough questions. Yeah. So we appreciate it. Well, listen, I know you all are getting ready to shut down. Uh, or move on, I guess. Yeah, we're getting we're getting that way. You made a statement. I want you to talk about it real quickly. Okay. You're saying in about five to ten years, you're saying Jonesboro could be Fayetteville. Yes. You know, they the uh, my opponent that's running is very far left, and they, we haven't had an opponent in this race. And I think if you live within fifty or sixty miles of Jonesboro, and you're a, have a very liberal platform, that they will be attracted to Jonesboro. So it's an important race. Okay. I'll right. be having you on, brother. You All right. That. Thank I you. I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Goodbye. See if okay. I can get the headphones off. We're going to yeah. have one last person. Mark Johnson is here. Senator Mark, Mark, Mark Johnson. Johnson. How are you? How are you? I'm doing good. It's been fun today. It's, it's been a great time. You need to be up here more often. Well, we got all kinds of fun things we do. Up I, here. I will make. I'm Same going to make the promise to you that I made to the listeners next year when the general assembly gets back. Not, I don't have any audio. Can you? Can you? Can you hear now? Can now? Yes. Okay. When the general assembly gets yeah. back together next yeah, I year, I promise out, so, yeah. I will be here again every day in the afternoon. To talk about what's going on. Great. Well, you did a great job when y'all were up on the fourth floor yeah. years ago. Then I got down to the third floor after a Democrat left the governor's office, and I still couldn't get down to the second floor, but that's all right. Well, we'll find you a good spot. We'll work you, it out. You work this out of my office good. if you need this to. This would be a good place right here. You can you know, work out of my office. It would be great right here. I, and I might have Alan Kerr on with me at Maybe. that time. Alan, experienced former state representative, he is. insurance yeah. commissioner. He's a great asset to our state. Okay, I need you back to come back on the show. All I right. look forward to it. Thank All right. you, Dave. We'll God you. bless you both. Yeah. Yes, Don't sir. Have, Don't burn you. up that Tesla. Oh, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's all the time we have today here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We are running to the uh, end right now, getting to the point where the, the show's just about done. Hope you've enjoyed it today. We thank all of our sponsors that, set, uh, that made this possible today, and we thank them for, for putting up the money to make it happen. Remember the first town hall, March the 10th. March yep. the 10th. March 10th. Lieutenant you Governor. You want to be there. Yeah, that's going to be over at the Agape Family Center. Right. Uh, you might check back uh, tomorrow to the uh, 101.1 FM show. All right. Check it out. I'm out of here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.